I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You are now listening to the Cast, the number one old-school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Cast number 60 with EVScape. Or, as I'll call him, Jake, how you doing today? Very, very well, my friend. Thank you for having me on, and um, thanks for staying up so late to make it a bit easier for me. I Is have three o'clock, three o'clock over there? Yeah, I have been on the degenerate schedule uh, as of, like, the past two weeks, so this is, like, actually completely normal. So <laughs> I like, I'll, like, flip-flop. I don't know if you do that. Like, you you probably have your life together and shit, but do you ever go on, like, flip-flop schedules, or just all Dude. of a sudden... I um I'm so far from having my life together. Like <laughs> I I also flip flop. Sometimes I'll just be on like a good couple of weeks there where I'm getting up at like nine o'clock in the morning, going out for a bit of cardio, you know, hitting the gym, and then like recently, the last week, I've been going to sleep at nine a.m. man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, waking up in the middle of the afternoon. That is literally fucking me right now. Yeah. And it like it like flip flops. Like I will be having the best week. Like I'm working out. I'm I'm eating right. I'm just like I'm on a roll. And then all of a sudden, like I'll just have one slip up where it's like, all right, I'm just gonna like you know just disregard everything and then it like stacks for like five days in a row and then it's just all of a sudden i'm in this like weird limbo i'm like why did i do that to myself again a hundred percent and it always happens when like something is happening on runescape where i'm just excited i want to play like leagues leagues is the reason why i'm you know been up so late and it's like 
I was in a good spot waking <laughs> up and like before yeah. the afternoon, like not, not as good as it could be, but before the afternoon most days and then leagues comes out and all of a sudden like <laughs> – I'm just sat here chopping trees at six o'clock in the morning thinking, oh, damn, I'm having the best time of my life, you know? <laughs> yeah. See, you're a, like, you're a YouTuber and you can, like, I don't know, like, I kind of want to get into YouTube and, like, how you've kind of seen growth and stuff like that. Because, like, for me, I wanted to test out uh, leagues and I wanted to make a YouTube series because I've never made a series. I just make random videos of me talking about stuff. Yeah. Um. And so I tried it, and I did it about for about three days. I kind of burned out of leagues as well. But like, I don't pull views because I'm not known as a series maker on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, like, first sure, video gets sure. like two k. Second video gets like one point five k. Third video is like barely holding on to like one k. I'm like, yeah, this is just this. This is not lucrative for me. But it's. Let me ask you, how is it to just be able to make kind of like a series like that or just yeah well it's funny that you mentioned the the drop off you know like you get 2k views and then one and a half and then a thousand like historically for me whenever i do a series um that it tends to be how it goes it always seems as though like the first episode of a new series is always the one that pops off and then it just tends to slowly die out but i think that might have some sort of a correlation with the fact that my content isn't you know overtly insanely entertaining like you know the solo mm-hmm. missions of the world and yeah. i think people get excited to see a new series they think oh it's going to be a great idea and then they sort of watch it and they go oh okay you know it's, <laughs> it's just it's just this fucking australian dude talking <laughs> shit to his computer with like yeah. really bad editing <laughs> no background music like yeah. and then it slowly dies off but yeah i mean it's nice um in the fact that um, I can sort of just sit here and play and I don't have to be entertaining all the time like mm. in regards to like YouTube instead of streaming. But yeah. um, it's, it was also nice like when I was streaming instead of doing YouTube, it was always it was also nice to be able to just click the start stream button, sit there, talk shit for six hours and then get off. Like I just leave my computer. Nowadays, it's like I, I, there's a lot more hours I think that go into making YouTube videos and I sort of can't just like get up and, and walk away. I don't have to be present all the time and entertaining and, uh, you know, expend that much energy, but um, it feels as though I'm putting in way more hours just to get a video out compared to being able to just wake up, click start stream and then get off when I'm done, you know? Absolutely. And with the leagues, it's even worse because like you have to put in a shit ton of hours to be somewhat relevant like you, you can't be playing three hours a day and then make a little video of it. it's like i was putting in like 14 hours and then i try to edit stuff like while i'm still playing it's just it gets like overload i don't know yeah yeah it's um it's nuts and you know um to bring up solo mission again like that dude like i've spoken to him a few times in the past and he is just insane like I think there was yeah. one dead man where um, I always try and go for rank one. Yeah, he's so hard to beat, but you know you need the clickbait for the yeah, for the you thumbnail. Need it. So I I always try and go for rank one, and I was talking to him before like a dead man. I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. He's like, you know, good luck kind of thing. And then a couple of days in, like it was probably 50 hours of the start, and I was like, how have you managed to get two videos out and maintain rank one for the first? two days and he was like i'm just about to go to bed for the first time and i was like right there it is you know like how how have you managed to stay out i've slept twice you know (laughs) like it's it's absolutely insane that guy's work ethic is just top notch and like yeah this year with leagues like it really showed because i um 
tried to cut back on the amount I'm playing and get outside a bit more and see mm-hmm. my friends. And um, I was just, after the first three days, I was just so far behind. It just wasn't even funny. I was like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, no, Solo Mission is something fucking else. Like, he, like, on top of him just playing and being efficient and just not sleeping as much, he also was, like, like written out his strategy. Like, he knows exactly what to do. It almost is like, you just watch Solo Mission do something. It's like, he is the guide, you know? Like, he's getting ranked yep. one every fucking time. And he's making videos. Like, oh, my God. Like, that is so overwhelming. I don't know. Like, that's... It's like, he he definitely, like, by far and away, it's not even close, has the best work ethic in RuneScape content creation at the moment. Like, he, oh, yeah. he is just constantly on. Like, he has a plan, like, obviously for his like dead man mode um, strategy and his league strategy and stuff like that. But this guy also has a plan for like his videos coming out. Like even when dead man isn't on, he has a plan for like how to get subscribed. He's got a plan for like all of that stuff, like all written out, all ready to go. And like, he just, he puts in the hours and obviously like, you know, hard work pays off. It really shows. Yeah. No, I like, I had him on the cast and he was talking about, How, like, if somehow YouTube, if his, like, YouTube thing just went down or went away somehow, he is a smart dude. Like, he went to school and stuff, and, like, he would be making a lot of money even if it wasn't for, like, YouTube and stuff. Like, he's just a he's just a genius. I don't know. I yeah, just, he is. He's just he a successful so person. And he's, and he's always smiling, too. Yeah, that's, and he's, he's such a nice guy as well. It's insane. I, um, I can't remember if it was him or not, but I think... Does he have like a master's or even a doctorate in something like so, whatever he studied at university? Like he, he really some, went yeah, for it. Yeah, I but. he did. I, I can't even say what it is because I can't remember. Like I can kind of remember, but I don't want to misspeak. So yeah, yeah. But something. He, he's, something he's just a, he's just a smart dude, really bright, and like the fact that he's in RuneScape and getting rank one in RuneScape it's just it's just so weird. It's like he could be yeah. successful at anything, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And like I um. I met up with him at RuneFest, I think it was 2018, and he sort of just like kind of jumped in with our group and he just fit in so seamlessly, like Damn. jumping in, joking around. Like he ended up staying at my Airbnb that night. Like he's just, oh, he, he's a legend. I, I've got nothing but, uh, you know, good things to say about that, man. Good boy. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm really envious. Uh, so I, I joined the content creation scene early 2019. And yep. of course, the next year was COVID and all this stuff. It was like, like I was planning for these Rune Fests and these events and stuff. Like, not really planning them, like write, writing them down and stuff. But like, that was always on my mind. Of I get to go meet some people from my stream and other creators that I really look up to. And then it yep. just hasn't ever happened. So, how was that for you? Because I always see pictures of you with all the boys, you know, like the the content yeah. creators, and I was just like, "That's so sick! I want to like meet up." But I'm such a fucking loner over here, like in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude, it was um, it was unreal. I went to RuneFest twice. I think the first one I went to was 2018. Okay, um, and we got an Airbnb. There was um, myself, Link Soccerina, uh, Rug, and Wild Mudkit. We got an Airbnb for a month together. Um, if I'm, if I'm honest with you, a month was definitely too long away from home towards (laughs) the end of it. Yeah. I ended up getting sick of it towards the end of it. Um, but like, yeah, I had such a great time, you know? Um, and then the, the following year I was fortunate enough to actually get invited by Jagex. So they flew me over, put me up in the hotel for the, uh, for the couple of nights. And then 
um, ended up staying in, uh, a week and got an Airbnb with uh, Link Soccer Arena again. And, um, oh, dude, it was, it's just so unreal because, like, so sick. It, it's great to go over and, like, see another country and that, but I'm much more of a people person than a sites person. So just to have, like, all of my online friends in one spot, like, for a whole week and just a party, chat shit, go out for lunch, go out for dinner, like, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's such a great experience. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I hear, I hear a lot of stories of, especially like those stories where Jagex like pays for you to go out and like yeah. test things or the mansions. I think Foe was talking about those, the Dead Man Mansion. Was it Dead Man Mansions? What was that? Yeah, Dead Man Mansions. That God, looked so that was... good. That was, uh, that was actually a little bit before my time. Like that was just as I was starting to come into the content creation scene. Really? But, oh, it looked so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's like... We always think of, oh, Jagex, you know, it's shitty customer support and stuff like that. But, like, damn, they really treat their content creators pretty damn well. Like, just flying them yeah, out, yeah. keeping them out of mansion, like, everything paid for. Like, <laughs> damn. The, 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 ones that, the ones that get treated get treated very well. But then uh, there's, you know, been some cases where they've not done, uh, you know, the best things for, for some creators. Like, um, Ron, Ron plays games. He... Um, yeah. He got asked to do a game show at RuneFest and um, they didn't fly him out. They didn't give him a hotel room. What they the didn't even fuck? give him a ticket to the event. And what? then they, did, they didn't pay him for his game show. And he had to like, <laughs> what? yeah, it was fucking outrageous. And like, that was the year that I got flown out and put up in a hotel. Bruh, and this I dude's like, He's actually doing work for them and like he's getting treated like absolute garbage. And they were like, don't worry, like we got you on the next one. We got you on the next one. And then they what? just didn't. And I was just like, oh, it was outrageous. That is like, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I would be so, fucking pissed. In fact, I would go up there for my event and just like start flipping everybody off. Like, Fuck you guys. No. No, but yeah, like, we, um, yeah, no, yeah. we sort of said to him afterwards, like, you should probably say something. I think he did end up getting paid for it, but, um, I was gonna yeah, say, like, like, you, like, you gotta say something. I mean, I yeah, hope it, yeah, I hope it got resolved at, at least somewhat. At the time, it was sort of just like, oh my god, like, this is absolutely ridiculous, but oh, yeah, yeah no, I think, um, I think he got it all sorted in the end, and he mentioned that, like, next time they do it, he'd be keen to do it again. So, I mean, he must have been, he must have been happy with it in the end, but yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah, I hear of like, you know, whenever they do little events in game and then they're like, okay, whoever's the first to this is going to get a plaque or a fucking inferno. Yeah. It's like they never, it's like they just bring up false promises, like completely like premeditated false promises. Like we're not going to yeah. send this out, but let's hype it up by just fucking yeah, lying. Absolutely. <laughs> like uh, my favorite example of that is uh, did a bit of one golden gnome for best new YouTuber in 2018. And he still, to this day, has not received his golden gnome. He still doesn't have his golden gnome. <laughs> I just love it. They just promise these. It's like, just stop promising them. Nobody's asking for you to even, I mean, golden gnomes are different. But like, when there's just random stuff that you're giving away, like, why, yeah. why don't you just yeah. not even promise it? And just make it a surprise <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, I don't know. It's like. Yeah, I mean, I think head. the I think the worst part about that is like the poor J mods that we have contact with on a regular basis. Like we can just tweet at them, we can talk to them whenever we want. Those are the guys that are not responsible for shit like that, and they're yeah, the they're ones not. that have to cop so much from the community. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, and like I try to think in my situation because I've never been that person that's missing out on a, a golden gnome or something, but. 
I've never put blame on like an individual. It's always just Jagex. It's like this entity that I don't even really consider when I'm saying it. I'm just yep. like, yep. fuck Jagex. But it's like, yep. I love the J mods to death. I think they're a great bunch right now. I think it's the best bunch they've like that we've ever had. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I always, uh, I'm always at the company and not the individual. But I, uh, I've had a few instances where I, you know, I've tried to say something about the company and accidentally may have targeted, you know, one of the J mods and they got caught in the crossfire. And yeah, oh uh, yeah. I always try, you know, it's it's always the company. It's not the individual, and like they're just there to do their job. Like these poor guys are getting paid. Can, I can't even remember what it was like minimum wage, like really not getting paid much work there. And like, I've got to cop all this shit from the, see, from the player base. Like it's insane. See, that's always been like the rumors, like Jagex doesn't pay their player or their, uh, their employees enough, but like every, I, I, who knows, maybe it's still a conspiracy to put the tinfoil hat back on. But like <laughs> every Jmod I've talked to, they're actually like, yeah, they actually pay you quite well. Of course it's not like the best, but it's like, pretty damn good i don't know oh well there you go yeah maybe that is just something you know that you've heard through the grape I, I, yeah, again I who I nobody I ever put actually, too much. yeah nobody ever actually says the number or anything but it's either just like oh they don't pay him anything or it's like oh no it's it's good but it's yeah it's, yeah it's, 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 i um i did i made a tweet one time um uh when i got what was after the golden gnomes in like 2020 maybe last year i can't remember and uh i mentioned um about the, the head of esports and this was one of the tweets that i made that was accidentally targeting a person instead of the company i was trying to target the position more than the person but mm-hmm. i worded it poorly and i'd mentioned the salary the tweet was something along the lines of why did they make a position for head of esports and pay them x amount of pounds a year when i'm doing their fucking job for them <laughs> um it was i was yeah, just yeah. Yeah, i was i was on a, i was on a mad one you know and i'd like i'd i worded the tweet very poorly it was trying to say you know jagex is a shit company and um i can't remember exactly the the amount that i said but um i had meetings with jagex afterwards and they were upset that i had mentioned the salary and i was like damn i must have been pretty fucking close then <laughs> i must have been pretty spot on with it like if they're if they're upset with it, i just picked a random number out of nowhere but mm. yeah that if that number was real it's a lot of money let me tell you (laughs) yeah sometimes i think like sometimes the only way and again i've never been in the situation because i feel like i'm heard well enough and stuff but like sometimes it's it gets to the point where there's a crossroads where it's just like i have to go out of control to get my message like heard you know yeah and some some of the time that does end up being like sometimes you regret saying certain things but you just needed to do it because of the emotion and the frustration in the moment you just need it to get heard because if it if it misses if it just doesn't get enough fucking you know yeah exposure then it's just a waste yeah. so you gotta just go yeah, all exactly out. i um i i used to be pretty bad for that like if i if i really wanted to get my point across i would say some pretty pretty hurtful things to some people if i'm trying to trying to be heard and like feel like i'm not but i feel like over the over the past year or two i've gotten a little bit better at sort of articulating my point without uh you know targeting a certain Mm -hmm. person you know yeah and that's fair i mean it happens to everybody i mean i had ayiza on and even he is just like yeah there's some things i've regretted you know saying and stuff but it's like everyone nobody's fucking perfect people get emotional about things like i get fucking emotional in fact last stream i just <laughs> tried to go out in the wilderness and do some wildy slayer and then in- insta die 
and then get like harassed at Edgeville Bank. And I'm just like, bro, like you guys are trying so hard to revive the wilderness. And then you just instantly I go out there to try to have some fun. I don't mind dying, but it's like, you know, say sit. That's cool and all. Like I'll yeah. die and I'll re-gear. But then it's like your buddies come to Edgeville Bank and just start talking shit and then entering my clan chat. Talking. Yeah. It's like, bro, like this could have been a mutually fun thing. I would go out there. You could get some kills. You know, we're on stream. It's a lot. Like, it'd just be fun, but you just ruin it by being an ass. Yeah. By being a no, middle I schooler. Agree. Like, fuck. I man. agree. I, um, back when I streamed, I, I used to have problems with that to the point where, like, I literally couldn't do wilderness content anymore just because I was constantly getting streams nights. I'm like, fair yeah. enough. Like, I look back now and, like, fair enough. I'm in the, I'm in the wilderness. I'm live streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're using information that they can freely get to do whatever they want. But, um, yeah. The things that used to get me the most was like, why are they flaming me so hard? Like, why is this random dude like I know. good PKR 73 telling me to get some sort of terminal illness? Like, I don't know you, bro. Like, I know. It's, it's really weird. Outrageous. And like, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty open about my life. You know, I like exactly where I live is like pretty out there. Like, I, I'd say my full name and like people from the city that I live in would like kill me in the wilderness and then tell me to meet them at the local club. And I'm like, bro, like I don't want to get into a fist fight IRL over a fucking AGS in RuneScape. Like, what do you mean, dude? So fucking weird. It's like, it's like, it's kind of, it's humorous in a way, but in the moment, the reason I hope like I brought it up is just because like I'll get emotional about it. Like I'll, I won't have a clear mind if I were to just you know end my stream, go out for an hour outside or something, just something like that. My mind would be a lot more clear, and I could just say things. But in the moment, I'm like, oh my god, like I just get so wound yep. up with this, and I'm just like, okay, just relax, leave the wilderness, just and like yep. clearly, it's- clearly they they succeeded by just making me, I don't know, just wound up. Because yep, it's clearly their the they... entire objective is to just piss me off. Yeah, they they got what they wanted out of it. Exactly. But it's so like it's so easy to get caught up in the moment because, you know, you, you hit the go live button, you're trying to put an entertaining stream on, you've got this plan, like, all right, you know, it's guys, today we're gonna go kill Vedion for five hours, and then instead of killing Vedion for five hours, it's just five hours of three dudes in crystal bows hopping around, like attacking you every single opportunity they get. And it's just like it, you, it's easy to get caught up in the moment because you're sat there with this plan. You know that's going to be a great stream. We're going to do this, and then all of it's just completely ruined from yeah. a couple of dickheads like trying to get but, their attention. Um, yeah, that's it. But I mean, I used to get very, very upset at that, and then I mean, it just got to the point where I was like, fair enough. The more upset I get, the more they're going to do it anyway. So yeah. you sort of just laugh it off in the end. Yeah, yeah, that's what it ends up being. That RuneScape community, like so strange sometimes i think like of course there's different communities in runescape um and every group can be toxic and stuff but i mean Mm -hmm. we can talk about it because i know i know uh well first of all i'm a huge fan of what you do for the community with the battle royale and stuff like that it's just fucking fantastic just so well done i'm not kidding like it is just so cool to see you bringing the community together and having a fun fucking event and getting Jagex to like it. give you some resources as well. It's like just cool. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate it. And I know like every community is like 
toxic and stuff, but like there's net like I don't know, like oh there's something about being out in the goddamn wilderness that <laughs> makes people turn into that middle schooler mindset. Just like yeah, yeah. just like being ruthless. Yeah. I um here's the thing. I think literally every single community in the game has like there's there's individuals that sort of uh, make everyone else look bad and it's so much That's easier true. to focus on the negative parts like if i have 10 good interactions with skillers and then one bad interaction with a skiller i'm gonna remember that motherfucker yeah. that i had a bad interaction with way more than i'm gonna remember the 10 good ones i had but totally i think good. what happens in the wilderness is and i've caught myself doing it it's like it's competition like it's direct competition mm. whereas like elsewhere you don't really have direct competition but i've caught myself like getting in fights in the wilderness i do a little bit of pk in here and there and like once the once the competition starts and the adrenaline starts pumping it's like it's so easy to just get mad or like if something happens it pisses you off and you say some things and then you get in a flame war and it's like yeah it's it's certainly easy to get in that position and i think it that just comes down to the fact that it is like a direct competition like yes it's like it's head to head it's like i mean i was literally just playing chess before i called you and the guy beat me and i'm just fucking pissed off like my face (laughs) my face is hot because i'm just i just i genuinely just got owned by this guy and i'm like oh well well, i just there's nothing i can blame it on besides just being pissed off at the guy yeah, just hundred percent. So, 100%. Like, yeah, I totally understand. But um, I remember I had this interaction once where I was in a in a bit of a flame war with this guy that I was fighting in the wilderness. We're at Edgeville Bank, and I was in a call with Skidler, and we were both flaming this guy, and he was flaming <laughs> back. And um, some guy at the bank goes, "Wow, you fucking PKs are so toxic." And I was like, <laughs> I looked this guy up on the high scores, and he had like six thousand Bandos KC. And I said, sometimes you just got to do it, man. Like, sometimes you have to. He's like, no, you don't. And I said, have you ever been crashed at Bandos? And he was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sometimes you just have to do it. Like, Yeah. And and I really do try to not generalize the, like player bases because I know a lot of PKers and they're awesome people. They're, and this, yep. you know what? There's a really good scene that we have on Twitch now of like PKers. Like we got Abyss, we got West Ham, we got Dino, which is like, they're good guys. They're just yep. they're doing their thing. They're not like just assholes. They're just cool dudes that are just nice. And that's a good thing. It's like bringing, okay, like clearly it's not just total degenerate assholes that are like ruling the yep. scene, you know? So that's good. Yep. And I really, really do try to not generalize. But man, if you're of a streamer in the situation that doesn't go out in the wilderness and you put in your title wilderness, you're going to get fucking just. Oh, yeah, not for sure, it. for sure. But. I mean, that it might even just come down to the fact that there's not a whole lot going on in the wilderness and people want to PK and the easiest way to do that is to just find someone on Twitch streaming yep. and they just go. It's just like, mate, they want the action, you know? Um, but yeah, you're definitely right about like the good community of like streaming PKs at the moment. Like Abyss, West Ham and Dino, the three guys you mentioned, I got to know them a bit um, throughout the Rookies VR this year mm-hmm. and all just such great guys like yeah. absolute legends and um it's cool how they like you know they go out deep wilderness and they and they pk but then they bring the stream along with them you know they get their yep. clan chat going and it's like they have their own you can't really call it a, a clan like a, a singles clan but they go out and pk together and just have fun and you know work together and it's it's good to see yeah 
No, it's cool. And I, I really do care about, like, this game as a whole. Like, I want everything to thrive. Yep. In fact, like, I've, I've spent a ton of time in the wilderness. Like, I've basically fully completed the wilderness, so I have had my fair share out there. And I've loved a lot of it. Yep. Times I don't like it is when I'm the streamer, so that's just my own problem. But when you're more anonymous <laughs> out in the wilderness, you know, people aren't just targeting you directly. It's like you're just one yeah. of the people out there just doing your shit. Yeah, exactly. And that yeah, becomes a, a lot it's more a lot fun. More... A lot more enjoyable when it's like, you know, you yeah. don't have people specifically hunting for you. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and it's just, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to kind of switch gears now and talk about your content creation journey mm-hmm. because I'm unfamiliar with it. I'll be honest. I've, I mean, I've watched your stream back when you were more on Twitch. It felt like I don't really watch much of your YouTube, just being honest. Um, yep yeah no recently no, subscribed don't worry, mate. so neither neither do i so <laughs> i don't watch my videos either <laughs> so let's just go into the journey of it all how did you even get into the position you're at with yeah dude so um back when i was a, a, a young lad um i started playing poker and uh i did that for around three years i ended up doing it professionally um it was my main source of income and um play online and then all of a sudden here in australia there was a bill passed in parliament which banned online in play sports betting because they wanted to stop um like online casinos from having like horse races and greyhound races that you could bet on Mm. after they had started i don't know what the, the whole deal was with it but um somehow online poker got caught up in that bill because um you get dealt your cards you make a bet and then more cards come out and then you make another bet they considered that in play and they also considered poker a sport for some reason interesting um so they banned online poker here in australia and you know three years of like i'm talking like 16 hour days playing studying like all of that just snap gone my whole career and uh i sort of sat there for like a month just like what the fuck am i gonna do now and it had been quite a long time since i'd played some runescape and i came across it might have been a Bodhi video something like that and i was like damn i remember this game now and i logged on and had a little bit of a play around i was cutting use in uh free to play it was a fresh account you know and then i got up enough money to buy a bond and uh i was at the time watching some uh, like business videos on YouTube because I I, it, I knew one thing it was that I'd spent the last three years without a job playing online poker professionally and paying the bills I knew I had what it took to do something like that again and work from home and not have to go back out and get a job mm-hmm. and I was like I want to I want to shoot for something so I was you know watching watching business videos on YouTube and there was this this video I'll never forget it this guy named Alex Becker I'd never watched any of his videos before and it just popped up in my recommended how to get your first 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I clicked on it, I watched it, and his whole shtick was um, find the industry that you want to get into, the niche that you want to get into, um, figure out what the most popular videos are and just fucking copy them. (laughs) Put put your own spin on it, but just fucking copy them. And I was like, okay, okay. So I... uh, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm playing a little bit of RuneScape at the moment. Let me have a look into it. And I looked at RuneScape and the most popular videos were um, 
one to 99 guides. And I was like, oh, I used to watch them when I was younger. I reckon I could do this. And I shit you not, I made a one to 99 fletching guide. (laughs) All I had on my account was like 70 wood cutting and nothing else. And I made a one to 99 fletching guide. (laughs) You hadn't even fletched yet. I hadn't even fletched yet. I started like, I went on the wiki and I found all of like the, like the, the methods to do for 99 fletching. I made this video and somehow this dude that made this business video was a hundred percent right. I ended up getting like 200,000 views on this fletching guide. Jesus and fuck. I was like, I was like, okay, I guess it does work. And then I just continued making one to 99 <laughs> guides for skills that I'd never done before. And on the same then, account, I can just imagine the yep. 70 wood cutting account. Just- it's like you literally, like you can watch my account from the very start, the moment I started playing old school RuneScape up until the point I maxed. Like it's just, it's absolutely insane. But yeah, I just continued making guides because I thought that was, you know, the best way to go about it. And um, I've got a bunch of guides that I'll be completely honest are absolutely cat mate. I think my nightmare zone guide has almost a million views and I tell everyone to use a uh, normal mode instead of hard mode. Like it's, it's not good. And um, I just went about that. And then um, I remember the day that I, uh, I made my first $2 on YouTube and um, I looked at my girlfriend at the time and I was like, look at this. I made two bucks on YouTube. And she was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then, you know, it slowly kept creeping up and up and up and then, there was a month where I made $1,000 and I was like, holy shit, like this is, I can actually do this. And then I just put everything into it. I said, um, you know, I've, I'm going to go really, really hard one year. I want to make a video every single day because for me, it's always been like, um, I'm not the most entertaining. I'm not the fucking the funniest, you know, I'm not the best looking guy. I don't have the best edits, but if there's one thing I can do, it's something absolutely fucking ridiculous that's going to get people's attention. So I said that I was going to make a new RuneScape video every single day for an entire year. And that is, uh, I, I coined it EV365. And uh, it went really well. Like the start of the year, it started popping off. I was like, I went from getting like 10,000 views a video to like 30,000 pretty quickly. And then... um towards the middle of the year it sort of just started dying off and i was getting a bit demotivated and i looked Mm. it was just sort of like i was pumping out way too many videos that were not good and the shtick was over like the excitement came from the fact that i was gonna make a video every day and then once the excitement sort of died down so did the views and i thought you know what i'm like killing myself to make these videos i ended up getting real fat I was up for like 18 hours a day, like editing. Link Soccer Arena came over to visit me during that year. He stayed with me for almost two months. And I swear, I spent like three days with the guy because I was just making so many videos. And um, yeah, 165 days in, I called it quits. So I was like, you know what? I need to I need to stop this. And then um, it was good. Like after that, the, um, the views jumped back up and I was really enjoying myself. So that's... Um, that sort of brought us to the end of 2020. And then, I don't know, man, like recently, like this, the game's just been super boring. And, you know, you can sort of tell looking at my channel that I'm not really enjoying it as much as I used to. And mm-hmm. it definitely shows in the videos and the views are down. And But at the same time, like 
Um, I'm starting to make vlogs and get out more and I'm not so fat anymore, which is great. <laughs> and like, yeah. um, it's, it's nice to just take a step back from RuneScape for a bit and, um, and yeah, but that's, I don't know, that's literally my whole journey. That's how we got, that's how we got here. That's cool though. Uh, and I know I said this before the cast, but I am, it is really cool to see like the transformation of just anybody that's doing better like lifestyle choices. It's just always cool to see. And the fact that you've lost Thank a lot you, of weight is just awesome. So congrats. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been uh it's been a long journey, let me tell you. Let me tell you for the for the weight loss, but you know, yeah. Put myself in that position and got myself out of it at the end of the day. So it's just awesome. Like I, I feel like I understand it more. I've lived with my older brother for like three years now, and he gained a lot of weight. Uh over you know just being single and just working and moving and stuff it just never really had like a focus on anything so yep. um yeah he gained a lot of weight but he's lost like 120 pounds or something oh in the my past, like God. past year and a half and it's just been so cool to see because on top of just like having more energy and stuff it's like there was seriously like he started thinking he was pre-diabetic because he just yeah just didn't care about what he ate and stuff and so Sometimes those little moments are just like what push you. It's just like, okay, this, this yeah, has to end. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's always nice to see someone, you know, uh, no matter how small it is, winning, you know? It's nice to yes. see someone, especially someone that you care about, you know? like Oh, brother, it's... You're so close with them. Like, it's, it's always nice to see them doing well. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's so cool, like, just being with my older brother. I mean, clearly we're getting to the age where we should probably just fucking move out on our own and maybe with a girl <laughs> at this point. But like, but like in a weird way, it is so cool to see how like our brotherly relationship has like ended up. Because we used to just ruthlessly bully each. I mean, he would bully me like as a kid. We're just, you know, just brothers being dudes, you know. But mm-hmm. now that we're older and mature, it's like we just try to raise each other up and it's so much better than just being total assholes to each other all the time yeah a hundred percent how much older than uh than you is he he's just two years older so he's 28 i'm 26 yeah gotcha is that your only sibling or no so i have a younger brother that actually lived out here as well for a year which is awesome yeah. he's he was 20 at the time and then a, 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 a little sister that's 23 okay gotcha yeah oh, that's very similar to me i've actually got two brothers and a sister myself so oh, really are you the oldest yeah I'm the second oldest. My sister's older than me. Okay. Um, she's married with the two kids and, and, you know, has her life together. Yeah. And my sister just, also has a kid married. <laughs> here's me just sitting here playing video <laughs> games 12 hours a day, single, like, you know, and then, um, yeah, two younger brothers. But, um, yeah, and I totally get what you're saying about, you know, getting closer with your family as you get older because yeah. um, I, I wasn't really the same with them when they were younger because they're my next brother that's younger than me is like five years younger than oh, me. Okay. And then the other one is seven years younger than me. So they were like a lot younger than me when I was growing up. But mm-hmm. um, nowadays it's like, it, it, you're more like mates instead of brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, but that's you, cool. You get older. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, it's so good to, I get to go out clubbing with both my brothers and just do that's dumb shit. Sick, and yeah. like, it kind of sucks being the oldest because I have to be the responsible one. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. we can still do some dumb shit, but yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's weird how like the older you get, you really start and it, it, there's no way it's even gotten to the 
the climax of just really caring about family because I've never, it's just like, you just take it for granted, but then you get older and you're like, damn, my parents are getting old. And like my grandparents are dying. It's like, shit, like I actually care about these people and I'm just not really, I don't know. It's weird. So scary, man. It's so scary. Like I would just sit there randomly on a day and be like, Oh, you know, and love my dad. He's such a great bloke. And then my brain would just go, what if he died? And then I'd, I'd be like, fuck, what, what am I going to do without my dad when he dies? And I'll literally just cry. I'll be like, damn, that would suck. Like that would suck a yeah. lot. Like it is, yeah, heart- so. it is heartbreaking. Like my, uh, my grandpa <clears throat> right now is in the hospital and like, I, I barely really see him often at all. So it's not like we were really close, but my mom calls me. And it's my mom's dad. And my mom just started breaking down crying because like yeah. her dad's dying. I'm like, damn, like that really, when she would say, like she would say dad, and then she'd be like, oh, I mean, I mean, grandpa. But, like, she would say, dad, yeah. like, damn, that's your dad. Like, and he's yeah. going to die. Like, that's so sad. Like, yeah. And her mom's so already sad, died dude. as well. So it's just like, oh, like. It's not I, good. Man. Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Good. It's just like, this is life, though. And it's so weird sometimes. You take a step back and, like, every one of your problems doesn't really mean much. Because, like, I mean, like, yeah, they mean something. But, like, you just take a step back and you're like, man, life is so short. And. Yeah. There's so much more to, I don't know, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, 100%, dude. And, like, just on, like, your whole mom sort of breaking down on the phone, there's nothing worse than seeing your parents cry. Oh, like, awful. Oh, that, talk about heartbreak. Like, whenever I would, like, I reckon I've seen my dad cry, like, three times in my life and just, oh, man, like, unreal scenes, unreal scenes. Yeah. That's the only reason I don't want to become a father is just because <laughs> I cry all the time. Like, you know, like I don't, I don't want my kid to have to experience that every day. Like, <laughs> well, it'd be different if you cried all the time. Cause then it's just like, you just know your dad's a crier. <laughs> like, true, you know, what's true. weird is I was thinking about it. I was like, when is the last time I cried? Mm. And, uh, well, to be honest, the last time I cried was like a week ago. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just thinking of stuff. It just like, is when yep. you're just sitting in bed and you're just like, damn. And you just tear yeah. up a little bit, but like legitimately yeah, crying in public has been so long. I can't remember. I can't remember the last time I cried in public. I can't remember when I cried in front of someone. Sometimes I'll just be in bed at, you know, late at night thinking mm-hmm. about sad shit. And I'll be like, damn. Oh, okay, or so. sometimes like you ever feel like you just need to cry, you know? Yeah. And it feels fucking yeah. good. It's just like release. Yeah. And that, so like recently, like, you know, a couple of years ago, in a, a bit of a bad relationship and i used to cry a lot it was just i was just sad you know Damn. and then after uh, the relationship i started getting a lot happier and all of a sudden i just stopped crying i'd never cry <laughs> and then i would i would be sitting there just like kind of upset one day and i was like man i want to cry but i just can't i just can't do it i was like i need to watch something sad to just get these tears out you know yeah. and i came across and like an eight minute compilation of you ever seen how I met your mother? I have seen it. I, I don't think yep. I've seen the full thing, but like my, I had a roommate that would watch all the time anyway. Yeah. So one of my favorite shows of all time, and it was an eight minute compilation of the saddest moments throughout the entire nine seasons. Oh. And I was like, let's have a look at this. And I chucked it on dude. And two minutes in, I was bawling my fucking eyes out like a baby. Damn. And ever since then, if I need to have a cry and something's just like I just can't get it out, I'll just watch that eight minute compula- compilation and you know. So I'm 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 sad crying like once a week, you know. It just feels good, <laughs> makes me feel better, and Do it I'll on just command. chuck this how I make your mother compilation on it. Yeah. It's it's fine. <laughs> I uh, the only movie I can recall ever crying to 
was The Impossible with Ewan McGregor and uh, I can never fucking remember her name. It's a girl from King Kong, but um, they it was just like a movie based in Japan. It was like a Japanese tsunami or something that hit the shore or whatever, and it was just this. Basically, at the end of the movie, um, spoiler alert, they just, they meet up. They The family gets separated because they're all in a tsunami and just fucking washed away and shit. But they all meet right. up at the end. And the the little kid, he's like three. He's just, he's like, he's like, dad, dad. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, that shit. Like, they're all, like, just just dirty and grimy and shit. And they're just, like, they've just been lost for days. They yep. meet up. And I just burst into tears i was like oh my god like i am i am so emotional right now like yeah yeah like oh, a pregnant i mean woman. at least they were at least they were happy tears man that's that's yeah, good that's good yeah i'm not much of a happy cry to be honest with you i sort of just smile <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know what's awful is i don't know if you go to funeral i don't i don't remember the last time i went to a funeral but i don't have any emotion Mainly yep. because it's never been somebody super close to me. Like, if it was my dad or my mom, oh, my God, I'd be balling. Oh, yeah. But yeah. somebody that's, like, a great grandma, and you're just like, oh, I haven't seen her for 10 years, and I was, like, two. But Yeah. I, I get really uncomfortable in those situations because, like, I, am I supposed to cry? Or I... <laughs> And then I get to the point I, um... where it's like I start smiling because I, like, don't know what to do. I'm like, am I smiling? Stop. <laughs> and then you sort of just sat there like, hey, come on, guys. Everyone deals with grief in different ways, you know? <laughs> you yeah. just sat there looking like the fucking Joker <laughs> as he's, like, trying to fight the Batman or something. He's smiling at a funeral. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I am. Um, I think I'm the exact opposite. The last time I went to a funeral, my – um. My mother's side of the family is Greek. So I was at my Yaya's funeral, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen her in like, dude, like I'm talking like a decade. And I reckon I'd seen her maybe twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was at the funeral bawling my eyes out like I'd spent every day with her. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was just something about a funeral just makes me sad. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably just a more like emotionally, I don't know, just emotional person in general. I kind of yeah, am. Yeah. Like, I feel like I am, like, definitely more than my older brother, but my little brother, I mean, he'll cry about anything. So. <laughs> but, like, he's still, like, a, you know, a dude, and he, like, does manly stuff, but he's, like, he'll just cry about random stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, sometimes you just got to have a good cry, you know? Yeah. End of the day, if you feel like you need to cry, have a cry, you know? And uh, I, I don't know. I don't really worry about people judging me for it. Like, yeah, well, listen. Nah, you're... We, we all cry. If you want to do it in private, you do it in private. But I'm going to do it right here in the middle of this crowded supermarket because they don't have the bread that I like. You know? <laughs> oh I can't say I've actually ever done that, but I probably would, you know? Yeah, I just I can I cannot recall a time I've cried in public like the last time. It's been so long. Yeah. I used to um I used to cry in the club a lot. Back to, you know, back to being in, in the relationship. I was just very, you know, I was just not in a good spot. And um, I used to go out with my friends and they would hate going out with me because every time I would get super drunk and then just cry in the corner of the club. And, uh, I've, you know, that was a few years ago. It's been a long time since I cried when I was drunk. But damn, it was bad. It was bad for a couple of years. <laughs> Let me tell you. So let's... uh. I kind of want to talk to you about, like, the burnout of RuneScape. I think there was even a topic on it on Twitter. Yep. Um, 
I think I know exactly the question. If you can, if you can find it, just tell me real quick because I I remember yeah, saying something like that. I was uh, I think my friend Joel actually asked that question. Oh, it's okay. I see it actually. Um, Joel, by the way, says asks, "Do you feel like you're stuck playing a game you hate because it's your job?" Yup, yup. So I, you know, Joel actually already knows the answer to that question. That cheeky devil. Oh, he, um, he lives not too far away from me, so we've caught up before for a few beers, but. Um, there's certainly, uh, that aspect to it because like, I honestly, most parts of RuneScape, I really don't like, I just don't enjoy it. That's one of the main reasons I stopped streaming. Mm. I would just get up, I'd click start streaming and I would have to sit there for six hours pretending I was enjoying a video game that I just was not. And like, there are certain aspects of the game that I do enjoy still, but they're not ones that really correlate to good videos. So yeah. I wouldn't say I feel stuck like playing RuneScape as a job. Like I think if I wasn't doing RuneScape content creation, I would still play RuneScape occasionally. Definitely not as much as I do now, um, but I would just more do the parts that I enjoy. And um that that being said, it's sort of like RuneScape's the only bad part of the content creation. Like I thoroughly enjoy making the videos. Like I enjoy all of the other aspects of it. It's just like I've never been a massive video gamer. Like the only two games I've really ever played has been RuneScape and Halo 3 on the Xbox 360 when I was 16 years old. <laughs> like, that's just... Yeah. And people always say to me, like, what, you know, after RuneScape, what other games would you play? And I just say, I don't. I literally don't play other games. If I'm not playing RuneScape, I'm outside hanging out with the boys, like, going, playing some sports, like, you know, yeah. just, just getting out and enjoy it because I'm a massive people person and that's one of the main reasons that I do like the Battle Royale and the Speedrun Cup and try and bring the community together is because I just love meeting new people, talking to people, hanging out, having a good time. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily say I feel like I'm stuck because if I if I really, really didn't like it, like I hated it, I would just go and get a job. Like yeah. it's as simple as that. Like I wouldn't do it if I, if I really hated it that much. Um, but I love making the videos like – uploading them on youtube i love looking at the numbers the analytics oh, studying so like so fun. thumbnails and figuring out audience retention and like all of that is just so amazing it's yeah. just like yeah i don't particularly love the video game anymore it kind of sucks <laughs> yeah no and sometimes i think because you brought up some points that definitely remind me of me i don't play any other game besides on my phone i play chess against people yep. like yep. it is runescape or no video games. Like I, I just don't play anything else. I don't want to play anything else. But I have always been super, super into RuneScape, which makes me different than you. Like, oh, so, as a child, I remember thinking of just the perfect video game. Like, what would be the perfect video game? And I always would kind of, this is back before like GTA 5 and stuff. I mean, there was Grand Theft Auto, like fucking san andreas or whatever but it wasn't like uh <laughs> yep. but like i would think of a game and I, this sounds really weird but i played simpsons hit and run as a kid on the gamecube and if you ever played that. yep 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 <laughs> and banger I would think, of a game oh for its time oh my god it's fucking fantastic <laughs> uh and i would just think of like what is like the perfect game that i would just 
that I would be obsessed with. And you know what's weird is like I even played RuneScape then, and like I look at it now, I'm like, dude, RuneScape is that game that I've always wanted, where it's just an infinite time sink. Again, yep. we are not the same in this, but I have always wanted a game that's just like endless progression, where it's like Never there ends, is no yeah. end to it. But there also is. There's not like a, a rush or too much of a competition. There's still like that competitive side in a way, but it's just like you do whatever the fuck you want in it. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly what I want. And this is a little bit weird, but I've always been really into rhythm games. And I was mentioning this on my stream like a couple of days ago. I was just thinking like I used to play Donkey Konga. You ever heard of that game? No, would, I haven't. You would bang on bongos. Like that was your controller. <laughs> a, you would have a bongo set. You can look it up. Like, in fact, I'll show my stream. Like Donkey Konga. It was um and, and they were they were all covers of songs because Nintendo didn't want to put in enough money to like actually get like the real songs. Right, right, um, of course. Classic Nintendo. <laughs> dude, oh my god. The amount of shit I hear about Nintendo is like the, luckily they have all these like big titles that they can just sell for like whatever the price they want, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just show this real quick. So, I'll actually just take a little pic for you and show you because it's actually really cute. Like, I don't know, it's kind of cute. And, uh, but yeah, like I used to play Donkey Kong. I used to play Guitar Hero. I used to play Tap Tap Revolution and shit. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And I've always been into rhythm games, and I've, I've always been very <laughs> music. That was the controller, isn't that insane? <laughs> Like you would, you'd, you'd, un- you'd, you would unravel the wire in the middle and just fucking plug it in and start banging on your bongos. <laughs> this is awesome. Unreal. That's good. That's good. But that That's... is what's so cool about RuneScape is it also has that rhythm aspect that is so addicting. And I didn't even know for so long that I didn't know what ticks were. You know, I didn't understand that the yep. game is all on the cycles and stuff. And as soon as I started to kind of enjoy that a little bit more, I was like, wow, this is everything I've yep. ever wanted yep. in the game. Yeah, yeah. No, I can um I can definitely understand that with the whole tick thing because um for me, like anything I do in life, I always just fucking if I like it, I'm in a hundred percent. I'm putting all my time towards it. And like when I'm learning things is when I really get engaged. So back when I was like, you know, I was making videos when I literally had no stats. Like I, the first moment I, I jumped on the game, I was making videos and when I slowly started to learn more and more, um, that was when I really got into it. When I was learning the Inferno, I was learning how to do raids. And it was so exciting to like learn all of those little bits and bobs. But then um, it started to get boring for me once I sort of knew everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'm pretty good. I'm pretty decent. If I want to take it any further and be like the best... I've put in like a thousand hours. I'd need to put in like 5,000 more just for a little improvement. And it's mm-hmm. just like, that's when it sort of got boring for me. But yeah, I'm definitely with you on like the whole tick thing. It is it's, um, as nerdy as it sounds. It's like super interesting. It's just, it's just like addicting. It's just like a little, I don't know. It's just something that no other game really has. That's like similarly. I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. Some, It's just quirky. It's charming about the game. It's just something extra. <laughs> That's exactly right. I was actually, I was saying to, um, to Elliot the other day, Skidler, he was talking about how, um, Andrew Gow was making like a new, new game or something like that. And, um, he said that the rest of the games that he's ever made have been terrible. And RuneScape was the only good one. And he got really lucky that RuneScape was so good. And I said to him, I was like, no, Elliot, you're wrong. I was like, 
he has never made a good video game, including this one. It fucking sucks. <laughs> we just somehow got all addicted to it. No, like, no, just, that, no. Like, they, it is so weird because, like, okay, so I think of your story, and of course you oversimplified it just by saying, like, you know, you used to play RuneScape, and you're just trying to find something to make money with. and Yeah, yeah. So maybe, like, again, like, everyone's different. In fact, I think I'm very... I think I'm a very unusual person that can play this game for a fuck ton of time. Of course, I get demotivated and I don't want to play as much. And sometimes I'll just take a day off. I just don't yep. want to play. But for the most part, like compared to other people, damn, I can I can put a shit ton of hours into this. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, but no, like I think this game is fantastic. And it is unbelievably simple. And there is a stroke of luck to it. Um like you know elliot said you know he got lucky but seriously if fortnite had come out the same time that runescape was out like runescape just yep. never would have hit the spotlight it just would have been like no this, no this very Definitely niche not. game that, you know yeah so and it is um, interesting to think like in the time period and we just got all so goddamn addicted to it because that yeah, is, yeah. that is the game it's just grind 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 there's no like you know stopping it's yeah, for sure, yeah, for that, sure. <laughs> that, like, inherently um, doesn't really make a good game. Just click and just see number go up. But it, it really is addictive. Somehow it just it just works. But you definitely like it. So, like, each to their own. You know, some yeah. people really love the game. Some people play the game and fucking hate it. Some people just sort of enjoy it sometimes. And it's just like, you know, like, I see it here. I can say all I want. The game sucks. And, you know, mm-hmm. but I play it fucking 12 hours a day. And I definitely still enjoy myself. I'm not going to, you know, not going not to beat around the bush. I definitely still enjoy it uh, for the most part. But also, like, there's a million things that I like to do that I know other people don't like to do. And there's a million things that they do that I don't like. Yeah. And, you know, we we can't just sit here and and, you know, generalize that everyone fucking hates this game or everyone fucking likes it. Like, everyone's, everyone's definitely different. Yeah. I want to ask then because <clears throat> you are a people person and you're not really into RuneScape and stuff, but you still have that as your like core is like you're a RuneScape YouTuber, RuneScape streamer, RuneScape person. But like, I don't know. Sometimes I think, I mean, I have a podcast and this has literally been the most enjoyable project I've ever worked on in my life. Just yep. talking to people like, and you do that, you do that, uh, like the battle royale PvP stuff, and just that is fucking awesome. And of course, that's a yep. tons of work with tons of people and so much coordination. I can't even imagine. Like that would yep. uh, that would be unbelievable stress for me. I would hate to be in that position. But like, yeah, yeah. you may you just seem like you're having the time of your life doing it. And I'm like, damn, like that is your calling, dude. Like you gotta, yeah. And I know yeah. if it's a just massive project, but even something on a smaller scale that you could do regularly would be fucking. I um yeah, don't get me wrong. I I love it, dude. It's so much fun, like organizing the events and and like getting to cast them. Casting the events is like my favorite thing to do. Like it's absolutely unreal. Um, but like the behind the scenes, like holy shit! Like for instance, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you have heard of the speed run cup, but that was an idea I hatched after the second battle royale. Um, we basically got a bunch of different teams of PVMers together to um, do like a team versus team scenario where they would kill bosses and we'd take the times that they kill the bosses and the fastest time wins. And they would, there's like a veto system and you ban mm. bosses and pick bosses. It was unreal. The, like the event was so much fun to do. Um, but the back end made me want to 
punch myself in the head repeatedly. Like <laughs> setting that event up literally made me want to smack my head against the wall because with the battle royale, it's so much easier to set up because they're all content creators. They yeah. all do this for a living. They That's all true. have all the time in the world. With the speedrun cup, you have to work around people's jobs. You have to like try and get them to message you back and be here at this time. And there's a team of six people and they all need to be there from different time zones at an exact moment. And like, it was just, oh God, it was awful. And I said that I would never, ever do that again, even though it was so much fun to cast. Um, but we are going to be doing a second one because um, Hootie Tootie, the man behind all the graphics, oh, said yeah. that he he enjoyed it so much the first time that he will take the reins on the back end and then uh, I'll just be the face of it. So he's organizing the entire thing. He's got everything sorted in the back end and then I'm just going to be the one promoting his event, I guess. But yeah, doing the events... Um, Oh, I love it, dude. Like it's it's yeah. it's absolutely unreal. There's obviously certain moments where it sucks and like trying to hear back from everyone and all the organization and having to deal with the sponsors and figuring out how much money we have to spend and then um, you know all of that stuff is is definitely hard on the back end. But yeah, that's like legitimate work. But yeah, yeah the yeah. the end product is just so good. Like and yeah, for sure. I don't know, like. You're, I mean, you're a fantastic host, and now people see you as a host, you know? Like, you're, like, the dude that, like, I, like, if I ever saw another one of those things, like, I would want you to cast it, because, like, I don't know, it's just, like, then it's, like, a commute, I don't know, it's, like, you're, like, the pillar of, like, mm, like, that, like, that it wouldn't be, you know, a true battle royale or any kind of thing like that if it wasn't you hosting it or something. Uh, I appreciate that, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I, I really do love casting, it's, like, that's definitely one of my favorite things to do, and... Let me tell you, if I could afford to do just battle royales and events and, you know, still pay my rent, I definitely would only do that. But unfortunately, they, yeah, they don't get me wrong. They definitely do all right monetarily, but certainly not enough to only do events. There's got to yeah. be other videos in between. And obviously having to do the other videos in between puts more time in between events because I don't have as much time to put towards them. Yeah. Um, but you know, as they as they grow and get bigger and bigger, and we can do more and more events, um, there, there's some things potentially coming this year from Jagex that will make it a lot easier for me to to make events. Um, if that if that sort of stuff does come in, um, it's going to be so much easier, and you'll definitely be seeing a lot more events from me in the coming years. Yeah, there was a tweet by Thief, and he said, looks like the burden of PvP tournaments is being pushed onto the community members. Crazy enough <laughs> to host them. So when is the next one, and will there be any changes? Yeah, uh, so I don't think there'll ever be another PvP tournament, to be completely honest with you. Um, we saw Method come in and sign a bunch of creators and then run that PvP tournament, and uh, I was, you know, lucky enough to be able to to uh, cast for a couple of the events, but um, it was just absolutely unreal the fact that this company came into the game from World of Warcraft to try and make something out of the PvP scene. Like, barely got any help from the company in terms of like setting it up. They couldn't get like a private world or anything like that. They had to like actually fucking commission someone to make a rune light plugin so that you could see like HP bars and prayer bars and shit on the screen. Like they did such an incredible job yet. They still had 50% 
of the people that participated in the tournament cheated. Like, it was just absolutely insane. And then the final fight was two guys from the same clan in the video game, not even fighting each other, just stood there spamming their clan name. Yikes. Yet we still sit here and hear from them about why the fuck is there no more tournaments? It's like, dude, come on. Um, So I personally don't think there'll ever be another one. I will never, ever host a PvP tournament. I'll tell you that much for free. Like an actual like hybriding tournament, no chance. Like I will, yeah, that is just not for me. Um, And like even the the people that were running the event were getting like doxxed and having like threats sent to them for like disqualifying people. And it's like, dude, like it's absolutely- yeah, it's absolutely insane. So um, I don't think there'll ever be another PvP event unless Jagex decides to host one. And I mean, based on the last Dead Men mode, they still haven't done the rerun for that. I don't think they're going to be doing one anytime soon. Um, but in terms of like actual events, like, you know, PVM events and the Battle Royale, which, are, you know, it's technically PvP, but um, there's a bit more to it than just the pvp aspect um Mm -hmm. yeah i'm certainly keen to uh to continue running those events and obviously you have soups gillinor games which is absolutely fucking incredible easily the best thing i've seen on youtube in terms of runescape uh, ever um you know and as we i think as we uh find success in doing those events you'll start to see more people coming up and making their own events and we'll get a bunch more so uh, you know end of the day if it's successful people see that it's successful the numbers are there uh more people will want to get involved in it and then there'll just be more events in the future so yeah uh here's a question kind of relating to it gote asks how does he foresee an esports out of osrs as in with teams league championship with other never teams? gonna happen Never going to happen. I um I personally wanted to do something like that with the Battle Royales and I was looking into doing it and it was sort of just like, you know, the amount of shit that I had to go through to get the private world the first time, holy fuck. We had organized the Battle Royale. It was ready to go in January and I was in and out of meetings with the company from January until July before Jesus. we finally got confirmation that we would have the private world for a day. Like it was oh it was absolutely God. outrageous the first time we had to go through it. Um and to organize something of that scale, like with leagues and teams and shit like that, it was gonna be like, guys, I'm gonna need a private world forever. And that's just not something they can offer. Um at the moment and yeah it's just once money starts getting involved like people can win actual real life money for participating in runescape events like that's when you start to see people cheating and it's so hard to track people cheating with runescape because there's so many different ways that you can do it yeah that's um, so true yeah i can't ever see it being a thing just because of how easy it is to cheat and how many different ways there are and the fact that realistically there's a lot of things that they can't track on their end to make sure people aren't cheating and it's just like yeah it's um i I don't see it ever happening 
Um, and I'm personally not going to be trying to make it happen, but I would fucking love to see it. I would, I would watch that. I would, I'd watch the fuck out of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I would yeah. watch that so hard, but it's just, yeah, I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Just like PVP with, I mean, on top of like just straight up RNG compared to other esports. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm saying other esports, but RuneScape's not an esport, but I'm just comparing <laughs> it to like real esports stuff. Like, damn, I mean, I don't know. And again, I'm not super involved in PvP, but I just there's just you just see cheaters all the time just using AHK yep. and stuff. It's like, how do you how do you like prevent that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, you sort of do see like cheating in all aspects of the game as well. Like in PVM, you have yeah. the, the cheat clients that show you where to stand and do all that shit. And I remember when um, Hard Mode Tob came out, I would run into a raid with random people that I'd never met before. And they would ask me what socket I was in, which for the people oh, yeah. listening that don't know, that's <laughs> a, um, it's a plugin that essentially shows you um, the Sodazeg maze on your screen when someone else has the maze so you can just run straight through it and i i've never met these people before and they asked me what socket i'm in and i'm like you literally just asked a random person how we're cheating like (laughs) and nothing will happen to them they will never get banned no it is some of my some of my closest friends do like speed runs for for tob and um they hate they hate the cheating they you know the clients they do world record runs and they hate the fact that these clients are out there, but they have to use them to compete because the you people... have to, I know yeah. it's like fucking sad. I mean, you it's see, absolutely outrageous. You see people trying to speed run Inferno. You can't do that on vanilla client. You can't do that on rune light. Like people are yep. using plugins that first of all, in my opinion, some of them should be allowed, like just getting rid of the goddamn animations of monsters <laughs> or like keep yeah. the animation but don't let us fucking click on a dead monster you know <laughs> like that is like the biggest thing that should have just been changed and it can't yeah i can't even i mean again i'm not a coder but like i can't imagine that being too difficult of a thing of just no, not no, letting no, it be exactly. I, I, I like how one of the arguments was like the artist put a lot of time into this is a room i don't even I, I, i've never actually seen this said but i just heard it's a rumor or something but yeah like, no you know the artist wanted it to stay there like he worked so hard on it. it's like okay keep the art just don't let us click on it you know yeah like, i think it was something along the lines of i don't think it was in an argument about not being able to click through i think i remember someone tweeting out like why the fuck do we have to watch general grador die for 15 seconds before we get our loot and the response <laughs> yeah. was like the the artist worked really hard on the death animation it's just oh like, my oh. god it's so it's, weird. Just, <laughs> it's unreal but but yeah the, there is a lot of cheating that goes on in this game and yeah. the reason it's getting even more prevalent is because there's no stand being taken like nobody's enforcing anything and 100 percent. and i can't say let me just rephrase it not like they're not enforcing anything. There's clearly a ton of botters being banned every day, which a lot of the time I see the number. I'm like, are you just like making up shit? Because like <laughs> I see, I see the same fucking bot that's been there for a month. Like where the yeah. hell, like we just banned fifty thousand bots this past weekend. Who like I, I'm yeah. logged in right now. I see the same fucking people. But <laughs> but I will say like they sometimes they have done it, and I was I was killing nightmare back when like just it was just being botted to hell and like gold farmers. And then one time they said, hey, we just nuked a bunch of uh, accounts. 
and I went there and it was completely empty. I was like, okay, like, oh, okay, sure. okay. that go. is first hand yeah, experience. Yeah. Like you actually did something, but uh, yeah. generally I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. They, um, you know, they've got such a small team working on like the anti-cheating and, um, compared to like RuneScape 3, obviously I don't have a first, first hand experience from this, but from what I've heard, like anecdotally, like RS3 doesn't have like a huge botting problem just because they have like automatic, their automatic detection is like so much better in RS3. Mm. Whereas like in old school, like the best way they have of finding these bots is by Sir Pugger making a video <laughs> and being like, <laughs> like that's, that's their way of finding these bots. Otherwise poor like fucking mod tyrant has to sit there running around the game trying to find like hot spots of where bots are like yeah. for his eight hour shift and like there's only so much a small team can do when they have to like actually physically find the bot farms compared to like yeah. automatic detection and the automatic detection in old school sucks dog shit like yeah i've I've been banned for botting before and I've never bought it in my entire fucking life. Like it's just, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. It's, it's uh, definitely not perfect. Not nowhere close. And it really is just like, I don't know. This game would be, again, I don't know all this stuff. I'm just a fucking DJ that plays RuneScape and streams and stuff. But like, so I, I, you know, I'm trying to sound smart and stuff, but I clearly don't really know what's going on. I'm just making assumptions about stuff. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, I feel like the anti-cheat team just needs to grow to, and just please start enforcing stuff a little bit more because or, or yeah. stop or stop coming out with more rules. Like one of the, yeah. the one of the rules is like account sharing, like account sharing yeah. on the website, like on, on the rules of RuneScape. Account sharing is not allowed. Don't do it. But like yep. they they word it in a way so it's like you will get banned. It's like we like don't account share, but then it's like you know it's on you if you know anything gets in yeah, gets bad. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like oh, but and then like you'll hear a jam on on Reddit that's not even on the official high or on the official um rule books. Just say oh they like you can account share all you want, just don't compete. And then it's yep, like yep. what the fuck is compete mean? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. where do you draw the line? Yeah, like, where do you draw the line? And I'm, I'm going to bring this up because I've already brought this up before. But, like, there are people that are playing Group Iron Man. And now Group Iron mm -hmm. Man has mm -hmm. just become the cesspool of just account share. Account share, yep. you know, do whatever the fuck you want. This is the game mode that nobody gives a shit about. But there are people competing on it. I don't play yep. Group Iron Man. I don't care. But I could still empathize with somebody that's competing on it. And then everybody in the fucking game thinks... Oh, it's group Iron Man. Everyone just plays with their friends on the same accounts. They'll just, yep. you know, flip flop and, uh, you know, you. But but we're not competing. You know, we're just we're just playing the game. But then, like, at what point do you stop, or what point is it competing? Because oh, now all of a sudden, you know, this account that's being played by four people now has rank one bandos or rank one something something. It's yep. like oh well, that's not competing because that was just a boss or like like where the fuck do you draw the line? Yeah, exactly. And I get bothered because. I like me personally, I would wish if all account sharing was banned and if you account share your band, but th there's a, a plethora of situations where it does not matter. Like your little Timmy and little Jimmy are playing, you're chopping yew trees and one of them plays yep. on the other. <laughs> In fact, I generally don't give a fuck about any of this because it's not affecting me, but I can see a time where it does start affecting me. 
Yeah, 100%. So I just, I am very, like, aware of what's happening and it's bothering me because there's no stance being taken at all. And if you're not going to make, if you're not going to make a clear stance and you're not going to enforce stuff, just say then account sharing is fully legal. So then I can fucking quit this game because I'm not going to fucking compete. I'm not going to, no, no. I would still keep playing, but like at least, (laughs) at least I can't blame you guys anymore. Like I'd be pissed off like selfishly, but like, you know, that's, um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like the question is where to draw the line. And once that answer has been found of where to draw the line, fucking draw it very clearly, make it a massive fucking line. So everyone can see it. Don't be so fucking ambiguous with the rule. Like, hey, you you can't account share, but we've never actually banned anyone for it. So, but if you're going to do it, don't compete. <laughs> and it's like, well, fucking, all right, is rank two not competing because I'm not rank one? Like, where, where what exactly. number? Exactly. Is top 1,000? Is top 100? Top 50? Yeah. Like, in what? In, like, boss and skills and, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. And yeah, now there's so many different high scores as well for all the bosses. It's just like, yeah, dude, it's it's absolutely nuts. And like personally for me, like um I've account shared before. I've like I have an alt account that my uh, my manager PKs on, you know, cuz like he doesn't have time to make a RuneScape account. I'm like, "Here, just use my alt account." Yeah. And that's that's the extent of it for me. But I also I don't care about that stuff because like, Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. if you want to share your account, fair enough. I'm not competing for ranks. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But then I also empathize with people that are competing for ranks. Like poor like the um the Elfie, DVS, Elkin yeah. and uh who's the other one? Uh um, yeah, Zulu. Yeah, Zulu. 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 Um yeah. their team was like competing for rank 1 in group Ironman with another team that is like account sharing. And yep. still, I think Elfie's going for um like first to max a group Iron Man, and yeah. the guy that's in second place is a count sherry. It's just like, what, yeah. where, where do you draw the line? Like, it's just. I know. It's, oh, uh, it's just like, I, it's not ever on the, the surface of my mind of thinking about that, but I know it'll be an issue. And I just bring up real quickly, like, I love clue scrolls, and I, like, yeah. I'm, I'm ranked two hards for, uh, or rank two for hard clue scrolls as an Iron Man, and like rank two for elites. And then, but nobody really cares, you know, it's just, it's just for fun, and it's just like, yeah, I care because I do a lot of them, and I would like to show off yeah. that I'm ranked two, but I'm not like end-all, be-all, I need to keep my fucking ranks, but if some random account started being played on by four people to go yeah. for rank one hards, and like, or just like, just starting doing close girls, but nobody actually gives a fuck except for me, you yeah. know, because nobody would care about that, except the people right. that are kind of yeah. I would just be fucking pissed i'd be furious like ban them but you know nobody cares so anyway listen sada i'd be furious for you mate if that happened i'd be on your side (laughs) i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad i I just want to quickly touch on something you mentioned before you know you said like if if they said account sharing was fine you'd quit the game and then you know obviously it was a joke yeah um i used to hear all the time when they were talking about bringing in microtransaction and people always say if they ever brought microtransactions in, I would quit. And I used to just sit there thinking, would you though? Would you actually quit the game? Like, at when, when was the last time you didn't play RuneScape? You know, like you've been playing this game for fucking a decade. Are you really going to quit? Like, do you think there would actually be like... A mass exodus? A, like- a, a max, yeah, exactly. If If they brought in microtransactions. Well, here's the thing. Like, I don't think there would be, 
I think everyone would mainly stay. The people that are already on the fence would probably leave, but like they would yep. have left it anyway. But Jagex like won't do it. Um, yeah. For old school and. Part of that is because there has been in RuneScape's history a mass exodus where everyone's just True. ditch. And so even though that wouldn't happen now, most likely, and just in my, you know, that's my theory, is I, I don't think many people would leave if it was just a small yeah. microtransaction. But yeah, they know that it has happened and that yeah. they yeah. can't risk that's that. That's scary. Just, yeah, they've got, the, they've got the numbers. They've got the <laughs> analytics, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't think, I don't think many people would leave at all. I think it's sort of just, everyone just says they're going to do it and in the hopes that it won't happen. But mm-hmm. I personally think that one day it will happen. You know, I think eventually there's going to be a, a big enough of a drop off in the player base just naturally that the company will go, well, shit, we're going to make our money from somewhere now. Like we're just going to go all out. Yeah. Let's just do it. And like, you know, obviously them bringing the microtransactions to RS3 has, has made a massive difference. Like they make a lot of money over there just oh, from those. Yeah. So they obviously have the analytics from that game to show that like, hey, you know what? Like we, we've lost, you know, 20, 30,000 players concurrently. We're <laughs> do not doing well. Uh, let's bring some microtransactions in. And we know that even if we lose 90% of the fucking player base, we're still going to be making more money than we were before. Like, Dude, you know? It is such a sad thing for gamers <laughs> that like, it was all because of mobile gaming. I feel like where microtransactions yeah. started becoming a real big thing. You got kids on the app store that'll just fucking buy whatever with their parents' money. Yeah. Like, and it just became this thing where like, damn, everyone started doing it. And to be fair, if I was a, like an app store developer and I just made some stupid game and they're like, okay, you can make $10,000 if you just make it a really fun game and charge it at a buck. Or yep. if you add a bag of gems in that game for $99.99, <laughs> you will make $3 million in the first yep. month. I'd be like, all right, well, I don't fucking care about integrity anymore. I'm taking the money. Like, yeah, uh, 100%. So 100%. I got I to give a shout out to Old School. Clearly, there already are microtransactions with bonds, but it's like the best form that could have possibly yeah, ever 100%. come into the game. Oh, bonds are amazing. Like, I have literally never spent real money on them. <laughs> yeah. Not once, like, not a single time. Th- it is, like, the best form of microtransaction because there will be people that are buying them all the time. Yeah, But then 100%. it benefits the people that are against them because now you don't even need to pay a dime to play the game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. I wonder what it would have been like for the first game that brought in microtransactions. Like how nerve wracking oh. would that have been for the company? Like, damn, is this going to be like scary? I remember like, like back when I was smaller on YouTube and I took my first sponsor and I was so scared. I was so fucking scared as to what would happen to take this sponsor because I was making money and people had to watch this ad in the middle of my mm-hmm. video. And I was so terrified to do it. And to be fair, like I got a pretty bad reaction from it, but then I was like, damn, like I just really? didn't, I did no work and now there's money in my bank account. Like we take those, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Wait, really? But, so they, you actually had a negative response from your audience. Yeah. So um, I was one of the first, if not the first RuneScape creator to take a sponsor from uh, everyone's favorite mobile game, which I won't mention. <laughs> um, Unless you're paid. Yeah. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um and i remember they hit me up and they said oh you know do you want to do this this ad we'll give you uh, 200 dollars for this ad 
Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to do the ad because it was a mobile game and I was like, I don't actually play it. Um, and then I said, you know, I'm just going to make a joke. I, I'm definitely not doing this ad. I'm just going to say, I want a thousand dollars for it. Yeah. And they agreed. Jesus and I said, Christ. I said, wait, hang on a fucking minute. This is a joke. Right? Like, <laughs> what? You're kidding me. A thousand dollars. And then I was like, I remember I was talking to Link Soccerina at the time. I said, Jack, I was like, dude, they actually agreed to this deal. And he was like, if you don't do that, I'm going to fly over there and fucking kick you in the head. Like that is stu- you're stupid not to. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, dude. Yeah, go for it. And I was like, one of the, one of the first, if not the first. And dude, my comment section was like, oh, oh, damn. The video just got absolutely destroyed. It was like a 50% dislike oh, ratio. Jesus. And then I sort of just come out in my next video and I was like, guys, like, listen. Like you might not have liked the ad, but if you like me, just know that paid my fucking rent for two months. Like yeah. you might not like the ad, but if you like me, you should like the fact that I'm getting these ads. And then that got a good reaction. And then yeah. all of a sudden you just start seeing more and more people do it. And once more and more people do it, it becomes more normal. And now I don't hear a fucking word about it. You know what I mean? But yeah. So like I know how scary it was for me to do that for the first time. I'm just thinking like imagine the first game company that put in microtransactions. Like they, you know, they they sort of built the path for like more people to come in and do it. But they must have been so fucking scared to do it the first time. You know? Yeah, just the reactions. See, that's really interesting because when whenever I've asked, because I've had a a few sponsorships from like stream, nothing on YouTube, um, but like. I'll literally ask my audience, like, are you guys okay with this? Because if you guys aren't okay with it, I just won't do it. But they're yeah, all, yeah. they're always like, oh, just do it. Just do it. So it's 100%. weird. So I just don't understand because it must have just been so, so early at the time to see that. But nowadays, yeah. everyone's just cool with it. Like, yeah, just, you know, just do it. Well, the thing, it. the thing I found was mostly, like, the negative reaction I got was not from regular viewers. Like, all the people that were, like... Uh, actual proper fans of the channel that constantly came around and like used to come around the streams and stuff like that they're all just like yeah dude like get your bag you know what i mean like um but yeah at the end of the day like um as much as i enjoy making youtube videos and you know not so much playing runescape anymore but you know sometimes um it is at the end of the day it's a business you know and you got to make money and if i can't if i can't chuck these sponsors off my videos and i can't pay my rent yep pay editors and get graphics done and shit like that like i I can't do it anymore it's Mm. like sometimes it just has to be done let me ask about uh like what was your worst sponsorship um situation Uh, and your best sponsorship situation because i feel like people Um, do like listening to this i had solo mission on and he he went into like a little bit of detail with it um not like crazy but it was just interesting because like nobody a lot of people don't know what a YouTuber, like a like a full time YouTuber, like what the situation is going on. There. Yeah, yeah. So like, mine's honestly not that bad. I know Solo Mission's worst one. I was there when it happened. Poor fucking guy. Um, <laughs> but the the worst one I had was like early days. I got um, basically ripped off. That mobile sponsor was technically my second one, but I got ripped off. Now that I know how much I'm supposed to be paid by my first sponsor, I got offered $100 for the sponsorship. I was super excited about it. I did it and, um, you know, got paid the $100. And looking back, you know, even though I said to that mobile game, $1,000, and they instantly agreed to it, that's the kind of money that I should have been looking at. And the company that first sponsored me definitely knew that. 
So when I came back to them and said, you know, I, I want a bit more, and I didn't even ask for much more. I said I wanted three hundred dollars. They're like, no. And then I know for a fact, like they went around to a bunch of other RuneScape creators and essentially ripped them off too. God. And, um, it happens so much, and that's why I'm I'm super thankful at the moment. I'm signed with uh, Crusader Talent Mason over there. He's an absolute legend. He um he hit me up a few years ago, and we we jumped in a meeting, and uh, I signed to him. And shout out to him and Brooke and and Sky over there. They've really really hooked it up, and it's just like once you once you know how much like a view on YouTube is worth, you sit back and think, holy fuck! Like back in the day, like there's so many people getting absolutely ripped off um by these big companies and that's what they'll do they'll go around and like find people that have no idea what they're talking about and essentially get insane deals for the company um that the creators essentially get jibbed but um that's honestly i haven't had too many bad situations i've had a few um companies that have um not paid um, but once again, shout out Mason. He always sorts it out. That man uh, knows his knows his legal talk, so he can, he can get that sorted out for you. But yeah. yeah, a couple that haven't paid that eventually got sorted out, but um, nothing nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a you know solo mission story. It's it's crazy because like uh, you like it's weird when you start to understand your worth and like how much you're really worth. Because I mean, yep. like I had done a little. I won't name names, but, like, I took a sponsorship one time. It was early, and it was just, like, uh, sponsorship was all commission. Just, yep. you get a sale, you get this. I'm like, okay, first yep. of all, I will tell every creator right now, never take those. Just just don't. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> never. So it's, with you, it, on that. you don't yeah. want to become a company's fucking salesman. Like, yep. Uh, and so, yeah, like, never take those. But I always thought, like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, as long as somebody gets something... Like, I'll get free money for doing nothing. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. want to be paid, guaranteed. And uh, it was crazy, those mobile games. And th- that's when that's when I started to understand how potent microtransactions are and how much money they're making. Because I'm like, oh. there is no fucking way that you're paying me two grand to stream to 40 people your your game. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah. game. Like, 100%. Like, there's, there's no possible way this is, like, real. Like, and in fact, like, the first time... um. Like, I got one of those. I could not believe it. And I was actually... I did the same thing as you, where you just ask for a little bit more. Insta-agree. Yep. It's, it's almost yep. like they've... It's almost like uh, like pre-moving. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of yep. chess right now because I just played around. But, like, there's a way to fucking pre-move. You know what the person's going to yeah. do. And you're yeah, insta-accept. Like, god damn. Okay? Like, I should have... Maybe I should have raised it up three times. Yeah. No, that's the thing. And like, honestly, like the sponsorships make up, like for me personally, the sponsorships are like more than 50% of my income, you know? And, yeah, it's um, nuts. It's it's like, it's just insane once you realize how much they're actually worth. And like, once again, like it's so nice having Mason, like to sort all that out for me. Because basically cool. I used to, I used to have to negotiate for myself. Mm-hmm. And now he will just say, um, hey, this company is offering this much money. Do you want it? And I know that he's done all the negotiations in the back end to get me the best deal possible, you know? That's awesome. Um, yeah. So in in the early days of when I signed with him, um, I, I always said, you know, I want to be involved in all the email chains. I want to know what you're saying to these companies. Like, you know, I was a bit skeptical signing into it. 
And then, um, you know, after a couple of months and I saw that he was just going hard in the paint. Like there was uh, one time I had a sponsorship. It was like $1,750 and we'd done it um, like six or seven times over the past year. And then they came back and they said, oh, we want to renegotiate. Um, we'll offer you 1250 and Mason just turned around and said, actually, we were going to renegotiate and ask for two grand. So um, I don't think it's going to work. Um, thank you for your business. And they said, okay, we'll do two grand. And I was like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Like, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. It, it, uh, and, and it's because they know like, oh, like I, I just imagine myself and I don't know the ins and outs of this stuff, but clearly it's all about exposure, 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 exposure. Just keep yep. fucking nailing the ads. Like Raid Shadow Legends. I know we weren't supposed to mention that, but like they <laughs> for years just ingrained it in you. Like that is like seriously. If somebody were to just say name a game real quick, I don't think it's say I don't even think I would say Runescape. I think I'd say Raid Shadow Legends. It's just like honestly, yeah. It's just like you hear it so much more. It's just like damn. And that's the thing. Like. They, they have spent so much money. Oh, like, I can't imagine. Insane amounts of money over <laughs> yeah. the past few years, making sure that every single person in the world has fucking heard about it. Yep. And now they can cut back. They could, they've, they've spent a lot of money getting their name out of there. They're probably running at a loss. And now that they've got like probably a fucking huge player base of just whales that spend thousands yep. of dollars on microtransactions. See, I don't even think it was ever at a loss. I think they've always been profiting. And I mean, <laughs> you're probably about, right. You're probably think right. about like the Super Bowl. You pay what is it like fucking ten million dollars for thirty seconds on the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, yeah, Jesus. Like, but you know it's worth it because people do it, and that's literally the 100%. price. And that's like, you know, damn, that really starts putting things into perspective. And like, how many people, how many people watch the Super Bowl? Like, what's the, I have uh, no idea. Is I'm going to Google it real quick. Go Super Bowl it. viewership. Um, so they pay what? $10 million for a 30 second spot on the Super Bowl. I'm guessing. Or, I think it was like that. And, and that gets what? 200 million views. Or they could pay a RuneScape YouTuber two grand and get a hundred thousand views out of it you know what I yeah. mean? like yep. it's just it's just it makes like so many more companies have started investing into like advertising on youtube and influencers and stuff yeah. yeah compared to mainstream media it's just like yeah they yeah. get a lot a lot more out of it because you know if you do like a super bowl ad it's just there it's on people's tv yeah. whereas if you do you can uh, go to like know. really niche audiences. Like, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if I were exactly. to ever advertise for myself for some reason, oh, uh, there's no way I'd ever do like a TV or a billboard. Like, fuck that. I'm yeah. going straight to the source. Like, that's the niche. 100%. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, if you see your favorite YouTuber talk about buying this ball trimmer, you're like, damn, like, this guy that I really like uses that ball trimmer. <laughs> I fucking really want that ball trimmer. You know what I mean? You know what's so funny is like just how just humans are. Like humans are totally like that. And there's no way to like even like divert from it because of just how much uh, – I know I'm going pretty deep with this. But just how much um, evolution has to play with just who we are as human beings. Like 
Yeah. You can't yeah. change yourself like completely because you're literally like, biologically a human that's evolved over like how yeah. many goddamn years. And it's just it's funny how humans <laughs> work where it's like, oh, this this guy that I like uses this, and it's probably something yeah. you would never want to use, but it's like, oh, I like that guy, so I'm gonna get it. A hundred percent. And like it works in so many different ways. Like for instance, like you're so much more likely to start acting like people that you enjoy the company of. Like I hang out with Skidler a lot. He's one of my best friends. I love the guy to death. And I will just find myself using English slang. I'm an Australian man and I say things like, that girl was piff, you know? <laughs> She's a langers. And like, it's just because I hang out with him yeah. and I hear him say these things and I'm like, I like you. I like that, you know? It's just, yeah. it just becomes part of your vocabulary. And, and you know like, what? You know what's really fucking annoying is when somebody calls you out on that. Just like, fuck yeah. yourself, dude. Like, I, I can say whatever the fuck I want. And if, if I want to like imitate this guy in a way or just like kind of like have his little, it, they come naturally, first of all. It's not like really a choice. Like, yeah. I think yeah. of, I don't know if you've ever watched Fat Clouds. No, um, I haven't. Just, I have heard of him though. Yeah, he, I mean, he's mellowed out big time ever since partner. But damn, he was he was going crazy to get partner. <laughs> he, he would just do anything, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, he's such a bold character that he would start saying stuff, and like you just kind of copy it. It's the same thing with Odeblock. Yeah. Like people start saying everything with a Z because he's just yeah. such a yeah. character that people start just imitating like just you know and it's not imitating in a, a negative sense at all but it's like it's inevitable that you're gonna start talking like people that you watch a lot or you hang out with a lot like for sure for sure and like oh man that shit is everywhere these days and i see a lot of like other creators like really get pissed off at him when like his fans will come into their chat speaking like him and it's like <laughs> yeah it's like dude like it's not him he's not sending people to your chat to say brother man like it's just they enjoy watching him you know it is yeah. what it is yep and it really makes me like i firsthand know because i mean we all talk what i mean I'm, I'm gonna break this down kind of deep but the way you talk is because of the way you live like you don't just talk the way you talk. Like everything has has a uh, environmental influence. It's like wherever you, yeah. you know. And so, uh, yeah, I, I would never get pissed off at somebody for speaking in a way, but I always kind of get annoyed when I'm in a Twitch chat and somebody is kind of, you know, you can kind of tell they're imitating something, and then somebody will call yeah. them out. Like, come on, yeah. man! Like, that's just, <laughs> it's just like rude. It's like clearly it's just... they know they're kind of imitating, but it's like don't need to. I don't know. Let 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 the man have a good time, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, that's what I'm they're saying. They're enjoying themselves, like that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, Twitch chat can be like that, dude. Twitch chat can be like Twitch that. Twitch chat's weird. It's not Twitch not chats. a whole lot you can do about it. I yeah. um, I had a bit of a bit of a beef with Odeblock actually. Um, mm. back after the last battle royale, um, which was entirely orchestrated by someone in the Twitch chat. I just got absolutely done by this guy. He he asked the question. Um, why I uh, would I ever invite Oda to a battle royale? And you know, I had a few choice words. Uh, I said that he's not really my style of you know content creator. It's not something that I enjoy watching. It's not something that you know, um, yeah. I'm not particularly fond of his vocabulary and the way he says things. And then I go on to say, but like he's obviously a very entertaining streamer. Like no shit, he's super successful. Lots of people enjoy watching him. Um, 
and I've got nothing but respect for him. But personally, I just wouldn't invite him. And uh, the guy that asked the question clipped only the part where I had negative things to say about him and sent it to him. (laughs) (laughs) To which like, uh, you know, fair play to him. The poor guy only saw a video of me flaming him essentially for no reason. And then he made a video on it and, um, you know, had a few choice words to say about me. And I would have done the exact same fucking thing if I was in his position. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, I've got fucking 40 12 year old kids in my dms telling me to kill myself and i'm like wait what the fuck has happened here you know and then um yeah that just blew so far out of proportion to the point where i had to block the word odor and odor block in my comment section on youtube just because it was just every video and like I am oh, so got... sorry. Like that act no, 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 miserable, dude. dude. Like end of end of the day, dude. You know what? I said some negative things about a creator that I didn't really have anything to do with. I didn't have to say anything bad at all. I yeah. didn't have to answer the guy's question. Could have kept it myself. And like nothing against Odeblock at all. Like if I was in his position, I would have done the exact same fucking thing. Like you know, yeah. and he, he, I think he's pretty funny. Like he said some funny shit in his response, but um. You know, I'd, I'd still yeah. stand by what I said. Yeah, and there's, he's there's not. For, yeah, he's clearly not for everyone. Exactly, as exactly. A, as, a, as a content creator, and he knows that. Everyone knows that. Like, so it's 100%. weird to, yeah, just like causing yeah. drama. Like, what the? Fuck yeah, is that's wrong exactly with you? Right. Runescape drama. It's yeah. always the best, man. It's always <laughs> the best. And I let me tell you, I've been I've been caught up in a few bits of Runescape drama <laughs> over my time. You know what? I want to talk about it now because I see some topics and I remember the video <laughs> and I know you know what I'm about to say. So I do, I do. Wolves asks, how does one get so tilted that you sit down and record yourself flaming, fuck the high-level community, fuck every single one of you? God, that clip is so good. Yeah. So first of all, um, shout out Walls. Really don't like that guy. He's had nothing nice to say about me ever. So fuck you. Um <laughs> But I will, dude, every time I see that dude in a Twitch chat, he's just like, EV scape, Dan's game. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? I'm like, bro, I've never even met you. Like, I have no fucking clue who you are. Please leave me alone. No, like, you would you would love, and I, I could flame Wolves all I want because, like, you know, he'll get banned in, like, I'm thinking, like, a year ago. Like, you know, he'll start saying some shit in Coxie's stream and just get banned. And so it's, yeah. it's all fun and games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah, uh, so that all came about. I've always had a problem with like the elitists of the game that are just like, this is the way you should play. If you're not doing this, you suck. You should be three ticking that granite. You should be fucking two ticking those ticks. Like, why are you not doing this? You need to have maximum DPS. Like, that always pissed me off because it's like the whole enjoyment out of the game is just like discovering things and just playing how you want, just like having fun. And so I always, always had a problem with the high level community because that's where you get a lot of those players that are just super elitist, do everything the best way possible or don't do it all kind of guys. And um, there was one night I was streaming and as all terrible things start, I was quite intoxicated on my live stream. And uh, I was at Smoke Devils and this guy crashed me a man who i know is not australian came into an australian world to crash. i was literally i was meleeing smoke devils you know that's how much i was enjoying the game and the he came in put his cannon down and said hop or something like that i know this guy you know i'm I'm decent friends with him now i think he's pretty funny but i just remember at the time 
I'd seen nothing but him complaining about the video game on Twitter and complaining about XP rates. And I just thought, fuck, it's just one of these guys. And I just went on a tirade, bro. I've personally, I have never seen the video of what I said. I refused. <laughs> I was so embarrassed about it the next day. I was like, I'm never going to watch it, but I'm going to fucking own it. Cause I know yeah. I said some dumb shit. But if I wake up and go, oh, fuck, you know, sorry, I said that, guys, blah, blah, blah. Like, I meant it. I know I meant what I said, and I still feel that way. Yeah. So I'm just going to fucking own it. I was like, fuck it. Fuck the high-level community, dude. Fucked a lot of them. But, like, I mean, there's so many people in the high-level community that I fucking I adore. There's so many great people in the high-level community. It's just like we were speaking about before. Every community's got a bunch of yep. people that make them all look bad and – you know, I just had a bad experience with a bunch of bad people from the high level community and I'd never really got to meet the good ones. And I just sort of generalized the whole community of people. And next thing you know, that was it. It was me versus the high level community for years. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that. I mean, I didn't, I just thought it was like, I don't know what I thought initially. I just thought it was like banter. Just like, just, yeah. just talk, <laughs> because like you would hear the same fucking thing with, you know, anybody that got crossed by a certain level. Like, if I got fucking harassed by a PK, I'd be like, fuck PK. Like, fuck you. Yeah, guys. yeah. Like, I'd just be so, like, just bitter about it. Um, yeah. I know I always bring up that. I I do. Listen, I'm just going to, just a disclaimer. I want what's best for PvP. I really do care about PvP in the game, and I know it's an essential part. But, goddamn. You want PvP to thrive, <laughs> and again, I'm not trying to generalize, but just the people that it's just like you want the wilderness to thrive and be great, like make give you know kill people. That's cool in the game, and then, but don't be a total fucking asshole afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly, be, exactly. And there and there's to, tons of PKers that are really respectable and do that. Like just they do their thing, you know. They're out in the wilderness having a good yep. time, and it's just all fun and games. So anyway, hundred percent. But um. Yeah, I remember hearing that video, and uh, I was like, well, he must have gotten crossed by somebody. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But that was pretty much it then. It was just like kind of like events led up to that moment where you were just plastered and you just Yeah, yeah, go pretty out. much. And like, you know what? I've heard some some of the things that I said, and I just look back. I'm like, why the fuck did I say that? There was one part where I was just like, fuck anybody who pays for their membership with bonds. And I'm like, I've only ever done that. Like what, what, what? And then, you know, I had to sort of like go back through my thought process and figure out what the fuck I was trying to say. And like my whole premise behind that was like the people that are complaining about the video game are the same people that have never spent any money on it. That was my whole thing. It's just like, if you're going to whinge about the video game, but then pay for your membership with bonds instead of paying for the actual game, like shut the fuck up. The people, you know, like yeah. you, you've spent no money on it and you want to sit here and control the way that it goes. Like, you know, interesting. Uh, you, you can't even say, well, stop fucking spending money on it because they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, no, literally. Um, no, but I, yeah, no, it was um, end of the day. It was, I look back, it's, it's fucking funny. And like, like I said, there's a lot of people from the high level community that I'm good friends with now. And like, we all laugh about it. And like, the people that I did know from the high-level community prior to that um, all knew exactly what I was fucking talking about, like, mm-hmm. you know, and um, they, they were all chill with it. But, yeah, I just um, – ever since then, like, there's just been a small group of the high-level community that I still just fucking absolutely despise, and they absolutely despise me, and it's just been an ongoing war. And I oh. just 
oh, and I firsthand have people that absolutely fucking hate me in the high level community. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. they'll they'll find any opportunity to like harass and just be a total fucking prick. Um, yeah. And you know, like at the end of the day. I mean, I, I know somebody mentioned in the thread, like, you have, like, half the HLC blocked. I probably fucking have, like, a quarter of the yep. HLC blocked because I can't fucking stand them. Like, yeah, some people I just can't stand. And it's not because, like, I, I can't stand them. It's like, they'll they'll wrong me. And instead of me, like, retaliating and all, it's just like, no, I'm just not even going to fucking hear what you have to say. Yeah, because it's not worth it. And there was um yeah, yeah there was ahead. one point where I went on a massive blocking spray. Sorry to, to interject. You're totally but, good. Um, I, um... I made a video about um, TOV purples and, you know, to be fair, um, the math that I did in the video wasn't wrong, but it was useless. No one would ever fucking do it. And I made it out to be a very, very insane method. Clickbait, obviously you got to do it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, the high level community really didn't like that one. And, uh, you know, there was a bit of a Twitter back and forth and got into it with a few of them. And I just went, I just sat there and just went, all of these fucking people that I'm like interacting with on Twitter, I've never ever seen them say anything positive. I go through their tweets and replies and it's just all negative shit. Yep. And yep. the one correlation I found was they all had their total level in their fucking bio and they all had an anime profile picture. <laughs> so every single time I would see one of them pop up on my timeline, it was an Insta block. Even if I'd <laughs> never had an interaction with them in my entire life, yeah. I just went, if I'm ever going to have an interaction, I know it's going to be a negative. So just hit the Insta block. I don't need that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. That's fair. Um, I really do. I really do try to keep it to a case by case basis. And yeah, you know, <laughs> fair enough. Again, in your situation you know i have a different situation but for me it's like if i ever see a person it's just always being negative and i just click on their profile real quick just see kind of what's going on in their twitter i'll just block them if it's just yeah if the first few things i see are just negative stuff because like i don't want my experience on twitter because i it's not like i i didn't even have a twitter before i started doing runescape twitter but runescape twitter feels pretty essential at this point it's just a, yeah. it's just a good yeah. business move but I'm not going to ruin my day by keeping you guys on my timeline. So if I ever see anything, I just insta block. If anybody retweets just straight up porn, I just fucking block them. It's just, <laughs> yep, and, yep. and it's like, like, of course I want to see fucking tits, but I can't, <laughs> I can't have it on my goddamn timeline. Like sometimes yeah. I pull up my timeline on my stream. Like, exactly. So it's exactly. like, I'm just warning everybody. If you ever post anything, it's like, I've blocked a lot of people. If you want to be unblocked, like, I don't even know how you DM me at this point because you're blocked. But yeah. like, like, ah, dude, yeah. I mean, uh, that means you're going to end up blocking me when I drop my OnlyFans. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, if it's your OnlyFans, it's a business thing. So it's like a little <laughs> bit. No, <laughs> no but I mean, that that really is the things that are being retweeted. It's just OnlyFans, like, you know, yeah. shit. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. cool, but, you know, I'm not, I don't want to see it. So I'm sorry. Yeah. OnlyFans is fucking wild, dude. I'm genuinely dropping one. Like, I'm, I'm actually going to get into it. Like, actually. Like actually, yeah, I, I've been saying go. since like since OnlyFans became a large thing, I said that the second I have visible abs, you know, once my body is actually marketable, I'm dropping an OnlyFans. Like I'm straight up just I'm just gonna fucking do it. Cause like, dude. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If I can take a picture of like my bare ass wearing some like chaps or something like that, some assless chaps and make like a fucking bag yeah i'm doing that shit dude like i've got a good ass <laughs> <laughs> so i always think okay so you remember when only fans got rid briefly of the porn they just said yeah you know none of yeah. that that had to have been a publicity stunt right or did they oh, genuinely think because they instantly oh not instantly but i don't know how long the period was but then they reverted it and it, i swear to god it just got everyone talking about OnlyFans. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Like, like you have you, to, you yeah. have to think. Like, you know, people are just saying, like, damn, that's a big blonde. Like, they really fucked up doing that. But at the end of the day, like, there might be just like a fucking team of people in a like a boardroom, sat around a table, and then just like fucking just theory gets up and goes, <laughs> like, yo, listen, yeah. guys, I've got it. You know, let's. <laughs> take the porn away for a day and then gary's in the corner like no 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 hang on and kelly's like bear with me bear with me we take it away for a day and then we backpedal everyone's fucking talking about it and then everyone's like damn kelly like you make a fucking good point like is that actually happening behind the scenes or there, did they genuinely just that, fuck up like, that has to be because there are smart fucking people out there and yeah. I can't – I don't know the numbers and stuff, but I will say when that started happening, it was all over everywhere talking about OnlyFans. It's true. And everyone it, was it talking about it. And so – and then everyone had talked about the reverse decision as well. So it's just like double – I don't know because I don't think they ever actually got rid of any porn. It was just like we will end it by this period. Yeah, that's That's what makes true. it even that's seem true. more like a publicity stunt because it was like they didn't actually do anything immediately. They just like were milking it. So I don't know. It's weird. It's crazy, dude. Like something similar happened over here in Australia. We have this um, chocolate milk company called Big M and um, they changed the flavor of their chocolate milk and – everyone was outraged they're like this is fucking disgusting this is gross and but then there was like a small group of people that were like oh you know it's like still good it's still chocolate milk i'm still enjoying this <laughs> and after like a month they just went oh we're actually gonna bring out the original again so you can pick between the two and it's like did Damn. they really fuck up did they think that it was like a great idea to change the flavor and then backpedal or was this a plan the whole time because Shortly after that, we have another company called Arnott's that makes these fucking biscuits called Shapes, and they changed the flavor of their nacho cheese biscuits, and everyone was fucking outraged, and then they changed them back. And I'm like, it's, it can't be a coincidence, dude. I wonder if there's like actually research done with companies that fuck up, but get a bunch of publicity from it, and then revert it. Yeah, like dude, there's got to be something to that. There's got to be something, and like, there's so many different fucking things that happen in the industries that you would have no idea about. Like, I was reading once that um, 
Colgate that make toothpaste changed the um, the diameter of the hole at the end of the toothpaste tube, increased it by 20% and didn't tell anyone so that people would use 20% more toothpaste when they brush their teeth God and their damn. sales increased by like fucking 17% over the course of the year that they did it. And like no one noticed, no one said anything. And it's just like Jesus. shit like this. Shit like that is actually fucking happening with big companies. So, like, it honestly would not surprise me if OnlyFans did that as a uh, as a publicity stunt. Yeah, it's interesting how much. I mean, yeah, just it's like the saying: any publicity is good publicity. Just yeah, any publicity is good publicity unless you get really drunk and say "fuck the high level community," in which case maybe don't do that. Yeah, but okay, let me just going back to that briefly. I mean, what was the effect? Do you did you see any like? I mean, clearly there was an effect. You already told us that like your YouTube comments were filling up and shit. But like, was there anything positive from it? I guess I'll ask. Or was there just like, literally nothing relevant? I suppose. I suppose now, like the positive coming out of it, it's a big meme. Like everyone knows, I'm that guy. Like fuck the high level community. The picture mm-hmm. gets thrown around a fair bit, and like it's a it's a I wouldn't say a big saying, but it's definitely a saying within the RuneScape community. Yeah. You know, fuck the high level community. People know it. Um, but like. In terms of was it a net positive? Like, no. I think like the backlash that I got from doing it originally sort of like cascaded to the point where like my views were down. I was getting mm-hmm. a lot of negative comments. Like it really affected my mental health. Like uh, a lot of shit along those lines. It's like now, yes, it's a good meme. It's funny. Um, I would Enough say time right has passed. Now, Nobody really, yeah. yeah. But in terms of like, yep, we've got the positive now, but if that never happened, would I have gained more over that period where it was bad? Yeah, I definitely would have. So I would say it's definitely not a net positive. Um, So I mean, enough time has passed. It must be then a strategic thing then, because I mean, clearly you were drunk and you did something. And like most of the time when people are intoxicated, nothing really good comes from that. If you're going to be in the public eye. But like, (laughs) I guess good or uh, any publicity is good publicity would only work if you're like, clearly kind of know what you're doing not just making yeah straight exactly up mistakes exactly yeah if you're not just fucking absolutely plastered on a live stream one day and, and sit down and you know yeah like like we we're saying like there's a board meeting and someone's saying let's do this thing that would really fuck us up and then backpedal like that's i honestly think that is something that happens a lot i think there's a lot of things that that go on within like certain industries where you think damn that company's really fucked up and then all of a sudden everyone's talking about it you know yep so all right then like on the contrary it's like there's probably also been times where people have tried to pull a publicity stunt and it's just completely backfired that's completely fucked their whole business yeah so yeah yeah, that can't just be 100 percent correct you you always hear about like any publicity is good publicity but clearly it's not yeah yeah um to an extent i think actually you know what i used to talk about this a lot actually I think any publicity is good publicity until you reach a certain degree of popularity, in which case like negative publicity is not going to help you in any way. Yeah. So like negative publicity can really get your name out there as you're coming up. But once you are like popular enough, like then it's only negative. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of certain situations I've seen, you know, like small streamers just do something stupid and it just blows up on behemoth it blows up on reddit or something it's like yeah yeah. i don't know it's like 
is there something is there a silver lining behind it because sometimes like maybe it's a hot take or just some stupid thing they did but it's like some people might have i don't know enjoyed it mm. and so you actually build up some somewhat of an audience but yeah the amount of, that you would lose maybe it's so yeah and, and well, when you're growing i guess initially it's probably better yeah just on that like whole some people might enjoy it like it doesn't matter how ridiculous of an opinion you have on something, how fucking stupid or bigoted or racist or homophobic you are, you are guaranteed on the internet to find someone that agrees with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean like, no, it's awful. It's, so it's crazy, dude, which sucks because then sometimes you get these people that like have built up like this small community on stream that just say like the most ridiculous shit and they think that everyone agrees with them because the people that are in their stream fucking agree with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so it can be bad. It can definitely be bad. Here's a, here's a good question from nine rain. Okay. Uh, It's a little deep, I guess, but he says, "What, what was the best day of his, of your life? And what was the worst? And then he asks, what do you imagine doing five years from now? Okay. Um, I know for sure the best day of my life. It's, a, it's quite a long story, but I love telling a story. Um, it was on my 21st birthday. Um, I had a party out in the middle of nowhere. We hired a hall. I had all my friends out there. And then I, um, I booked a bus for everyone, like a party bus to go into the city that night. And my best friend since high school, shout out Andrew, um, his birthday is the day before mine. Um, So we celebrate our birthday together and we go into the city. And that night, my favorite DJ of all time was playing Will Sparks at a club called Cloud Nine. And we get to the line. He's supposed to be playing at one o'clock in the morning. It's 1130 when we get there. And we jump in the line and it's around the corner. It's the biggest line I've ever seen in my entire life. And the security guard comes around and says, you know, just letting you guys know, it's going to be two, two and a half hours before you get in. Like we're one in, one out, line's massive, you know, just letting you know. And I was like, fuck, like he's supposed to start at 1 a.m. It's going to be two, two and a half hours. We're going to miss the whole set anyway. And all of my friends were like, let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's go to another club. And I looked at Andrew and he's like, I'm staying. And I was like, what? He's like, came here to see fucking Will Sparks. I'm staying. I was like, Andrew, literally every other person is leaving. Like no one is staying with you. You'll be by yourself. He's like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, it's my birthday. I want to stay. And I was like, Damn. all right, man. Like, fair enough. Like I would stay with you, but like it's my birthday too. I want to enjoy my night. I want to go to this other club. He's like, yeah, that's cool, man. Like no stress, no stress. So I take off with my friends. We go to this other club, like a couple blocks down the road. We get in and it's just not the same, dude. Not the same without Andy. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. I, I'm just going to go home. Like I'm, I'm not having a good time. And I said to my other friend, Josh, I was like, yo, can you tell everyone I went to the toilet? I don't want everyone to think that I'm going home. Cause I just want to fucking get out of there. I want to Houdini. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, all right. So I walk out the front of the club. I text Andrew. I was like, how's the line going? And he goes, I'm almost to the front. And I was like, no fucking way. So I put the foot Falcons on and just start running, bro. I'm giving it absolute shags straight down to the club. And as I get there, I see the back of Andrew's head walking into the club. I've just missed him by that much. Oh. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I was like, fuck it. I'm jumping in line. Fuck it. Like, I'm too excited now. That's got me gassed up. So I jump in the line. And this club was like notorious for not letting um, 
not letting guys in unless they were accompanied by some young females um, because they didn't want the ratio to get too bad. And I was by <laughs> yeah. myself and I was behind these two girls in line and I said, hey, girls, like, you know, not to be a fucking weirdo or anything, but um, today's my birthday. I don't think I'm going to get into the club by myself. Like, can you guys just say that you're with me? I'm not going to fucking follow you around the club or anything. I'm not a weirdo. I just want to get in. And they were like, they were like, yeah, fucking no, no stress, no stress. I was like, sweet. So, I, you know, I get to talking with these girls like a bit back and forth. And then we get close to the front of the line. And these girls like yell out to these, these dudes that are like sat uh, on the side of the road. And they're like, oh shit. They come over and they jump in the line. Like they know them. It's like, cool, whatever. Like, how are we doing fellas? And then we get up to the front and the bouncer, like the security guard, he goes, all right, just you four. And I'm at the back and I'm like, uh, five, five. And he doesn't hear me. Oh, and, no. And the girls go, yeah, just us four. No. Like, these, these bitches, dude. These motherfuckers. Fuck. And she goes, yeah, just us four. And the security guard goes, right, get the fuck out of here then. And they're like, what? He was like, we just kicked these two guys out of the club. That's why they were sat on the side of the road and you're with them. You can all fuck off. So he kicks Damn. all of them out of the line. And I was like, holy shit. And I go up. Oh. He's, like, ID. He's like, ID. I give him my I give him my driver's license. And he looks at me and goes, oh, happy birthday, Jake. Have a good one. Let's me into the club. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Total instant in. karma. So good. I pay my 20 bucks at the door. <laughs> I walk down into the basement of this club, Cloud Nine. And I look up and there's Will Sparks. He's got no shirt off. He's five minutes into his set. He's got no shirt on. He's wearing his headphones over his eyes like a fucking Saiyan scouter. And he's on the microphone and he just goes, we're just getting fucking started. And it just goes boom, boom, boom. You know, pumping. Damn. And I was like, holy fuck. And I look across the dance floor. I swear to God, Andrew's over the other side of the dance floor. He makes eye contact with me. And we just nod at each other and meet up in the middle. We push to the front of the stage. I touch Will Sparks' nipple. Super exciting time. <laughs> Best fucking night of my entire life. It was absolutely unreal. And uh, Let's yeah, fucking we go. We both say like that was the best night of our life. And then that night he ended up going home with his now fiance and mother of his child. Um, that was the wow. first night that they'd spent together. And on my way out of the club, I ran into all of my friends that were at the other club. So we ended up going home together. Like it was, it was just great. It was just perfect. Everything just worked out for the best. So, Damn. Um, yeah, that was that was that's the best a, day of my life. That's fucking great. I just love that instant karma. Let's fucking yeah. go. Oh, that <laughs> must have been so, so satisfying. It was so good. And it's like, that's just something you can't fucking make up, dude. Like, that was oh. just like, oh, absolutely unreal. But yeah, um, that was the best day. And then like the worst day of my life, I honestly can't even remember, dude. Like nothing has come to my mind where I'm just like, damn. That was a shit day. Like, uh, I don't know. I think. Yeah. If I had to think of like, if I had to think of a worse day, it would probably just be like somewhere in my childhood where I like shat my, I shat myself at a water park one time. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I uh... I didn't know what to do. I just sat like, I literally shat myself in the fucking water. I just got out, (laughs) went to the bathroom. I just sat there. I didn't have a phone or anything. I'm just like, where's my family at? Like, I'm not going out with shit in my trunks. Oh yeah. No, nothing worse than shitting yourself, man. Let me tell you. And like, I mean, I could tell a story of a bad day when I shat myself, but it was also quite funny if you'd like. Go for it. 
All right. I was, um, it's sad that I shot myself because I was actually 23 years old at the time. But um, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me ask first. Was it a combination of a laxative and a uh, sleep pill? Uh, in a way. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> because one other way. happened. But yeah. But I'll just say that did happen to me in adulthood. But anyway, continue. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear that story after this. Well, let me tell <laughs> it's you. short. You're, you're we'll just say, this we'll just say I took I took a, a NyQuil and then I took a, a laxative and I shat myself in the middle of the night. And I was like, what the fuck? It was just la- <laughs> it was like lava. And it was in college. But anyway, now you tell your. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> All right. So it's, um, it was my roommate's birthday. Shout out, Marcus. He was also my landlord. Um. And for his birthday, me and my friend Cody, we always drink a slab. That's the that's the whole shtick. On Marcus's birthday, we drink a slab, which is um, twenty four drinks in a box. Um, we Wait, you drink one, all of them? All of them in one day. We'll start drinking about ten a.m. and then we'll kick on into the night. And the the goal is to drink the whole slab. And like I'm I'm six foot. I was about a hundred kilos at the time. Cody's like six foot, like one twenty. Like we can we can put the drinks away. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I was training for a half marathon. So I was trying to keep the calories to a minimum. You know, I, obviously, as minimum as you can when you're drinking 24 drinks. Um, so <laughs> I had these things. I bought a whole slab of these things called sugar-free cruises, which is like a vodka mixer oh, and God. with no sugar in it. Oh. And um, started drinking about 10 a.m., slammed a lot. And then we went out to the pub. I reckon I had another six pints, like... It was just dumb. Like these days you would not catch me dead doing something stupid like this. Like there's just way too much alcohol, unnecessary. I was just young and stupid. And um, I black out, don't remember the night. But from what I heard, my uh, partner at the time, my girlfriend, she took me home and I was so drunk that she refused to stay over. She just tucked me into bed and she went back to her house. Damn. And um, I woke up the next morning completely Uh, naked on the couch outside and i was like what the, f- <laughs> what? what the fuck am i doing out here like i got no blanket on i'm outside like on the couch like what the fuck is going on so i get up i walk back in the house and i walk to my room i open up the door and i see why i am naked on the couch outside and that's oh because there is literal shit all over my bedroom Jesus like it's all over my bed Christ. it's all over my floor and I look, I, I'm like, holy fuck. I turn around to the kitchen and I don't know how I didn't notice it on my way back in. Oh it's all over the kitchen as well. And I'm like, holy fuck. And you don't remember so did, any of this? No, I, I'm completely <laughs> blackout. Like absolutely none of this is in my mind. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? So I obviously did the only responsible thing you can do in that situation. And I went back out to the couch outside and went back to sleep for a couple hours because I was just <laughs> fucking dead. And the uh, fuck, dude? Yeah, so I wake up a couple hours later and I was like, okay, right. I need to start fucking sorting this out. So I call up my girlfriend. Oh, God. Hopefully she's under... Oh, my God. I said, I need you to come around and pick me up. We need to go down to like um, Kmart, which is like the Australian Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Um, We have have Kmarts in Walmart, actually. Or in Walmart, in America. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. So I was like, I need you to take me to Kmart um, so that... I can buy some cleaning supplies because I've shit the house. And she was like, Jake, I'm not cleaning up your shit. And I was like, I would not expect you to. I just need you to drive me because there's no way I'm in any condition to drive right now. Yeah. She's like, all right, cool. I'll come around. And as I'm on the phone to her, um, my roommate slash landlord, Marcus, comes outside 
And mind you, I'm still completely naked on the couch with no blanket, like just cocks Jesus. out everywhere. And he's like, how you feeling, buddy? And I was like, dude, I am so sorry. I was like, I am so sorry. He was like, what for? And I was like, what do you mean, what for? I shit the house. And he poked his head back inside and then poked it back outside and was like, you fucking did. You literally shit my house. And I was like, I'm so sorry, dude. Oh my God. And luckily he found it funny. Um, I had to throw out my mattress. Um, One of my other buddies, James, was staying over that night. He said that he got home, saw that I was naked on the couch outside, left me there because he wanted to like use my bed. Uh, (laughs) Went, saw there was shit all over my room, went, oh God. And then um, he said to me that he saw there was shit on my computer what so he cleaned, he cleaned, yeah, he cleaned my computer for me. And I was like, what? I was like, James, you fucking cleaned shit off my computer? What the and he fuck was like, were you doing that night? Dude, you're yeah. everywhere. <laughs> I know, man. So oh I was like, God. dude, I was like, why have you done that? He's like, bro, like, that's how you make your money. Like, you make your money online. Like, I didn't want you to be out of a job. He's like, I know you do the same for me. And I had to look one of my best friends in the eye after he just told me he cleaned up my shit and tell him that I would absolutely fucking not clean up his shit if I was in the opposite situation. Um, oh my so anyway, God. get everything cleaned up, throw my mattress out. Everything's all good. Um, and a couple of weeks later, I get all the boys together. And I was like, boys, it's, it's funny now. Like, now it's funny. Enough time has passed, but I just need to know which one of you motherfuckers put a laxative in my drink, you know? That's oh. the only reasonable explanation. And they were all like, nah, dude, like, we would tell you, like, it's obviously funny now, like, none of us put a laxative in your drink. And I was like, this is fucked up. That means someone at the club has put a laxative in my drink, which, mind you, would be a fucking hilarious prank, but... They don't even get to see the end result. Yeah, They've like, just done it to create chaos. Like that is just nuts. Yeah. What the- uh, so a couple, like a couple of weeks after that, I was telling my manager at work. Um, I said, you know, I, you know, shit the house. This is what happened. Told the whole story. And she said, Jake, you know, the stuff they put in sugar-free things to make it taste sweet has a laxative effect if you consume too much. Oh no. And I was like, oh my God. So what I had essentially done, Zeta, is I had spiked myself with a laxative by drinking 24 sugar-free cruises and then spiked myself with a sleeping pill by getting paralytic drunk. And I've obviously, like, just woken up, realized I'm shitting myself, tried to run through the house. Like, yeah, absolutely outraged. You know what? I'll go with that's the worst day of my life, but also one of the funniest. Yeah, Damn, that is like aggressive. Like I don't think I've ever heard of somebody shitting the house. You hear, you hear a person shit themselves or shit their pants. Yeah. You don't shit, shit a bed, house. Yeah. You don't shit the a hell, fucking yeah. house. You don't shit a building. <laughs> don't shit. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Man. Oh yeah, it was it was bad, dude. But I mean, at the same time, like me and my friends used to have like not a an actual competition where we were actively trying to win, but a competition to see who could do the most fucked up thing when they were drunk, uh, which was prior to that held by uh, one of my friends, Bianca. She pissed herself on a night out and then um, didn't have enough time to shower before she had to go to university to uh, do one of her. dear God. Yeah. So that was the previous most fucked up thing. And I remember I called her that morning and I was like, Bianca, guess what? She's like, what? I was like, I win. I've done the most <laughs> fucked up thing that anyone's ever done when they were drunk. I was like, I shit the whole house. And her response was, I'm at a theme park with my family and you're on loudspeaker. And I was like, oh. that just, that's really added to it. Appreciate that, B. 
But yeah, oh my God. that's um, shitting yourself is not fun, Sider. Let me tell you. Oh, it's awful. It's the worst. <laughs> and I just did it to. It was like my, you know, I was twenty or so, and I just drank some Nyquil and then took a fucking laxative, and like <laughs> you shit yourself, and you don't even like you wake yourself up by shitting, like. That yeah, is, you're, yeah, you're yeah. lying. Luckily, I was on my like stomach with my head tilt, like you know, to the side of the pillow. Yeah, and yeah. so it didn't really get everywhere. Like, oh, but if I was, if I was a back sleeper, you just sleep on your back. Like, oh, it, it, the, <laughs> the mattress would have just been destroyed, and it would just spread out, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Can I ask, what was the thought process behind taking some Nyquil and then a laxative? So I was extremely fucking sick. I just remember being sick as like just like I don't fucking know. You know what's like winter time and you just get sick and then you just feel like uncontrollably cold and yeah. and then you go to the bathroom to like almost try to throw up or shit or something just for some relief. Yeah. And then yeah. and then you can't shit. So <laughs> so you're just sitting there on the toilet just shivering and you're like, Okay, I need to take a laxative or something. Find something. And so uh yeah, I just took some like um Miralax, that's what it's called. Miralax, fuck that. No, uh, but uh, and then like I was just taking my my Nyquil because that was my medicine, right? And so right. I just do it both, and I'm like, oh, you know, if I need to take a shit, I'll wake up from. I didn't know you're yeah. just gonna be like, passed out, you know. But yeah, so for those, this is another life lesson: do not take a laxative and a sleep pill. It is just not not worth it. I'm gonna put that on the list of things that I should not do. That's uh, it's gonna be right up there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's yeah. oh my, yeah, it's bad. I'm honestly glad I don't remember it because I can only imagine like the panic that was going through my brain at that point. Like, oh my god, like it would have been so scary. And like, yeah. it must have been like a genuine like power shit. Like, like the waterfall. amount of places, just yeah, just, oh the amount god. of places that it got that just made absolutely no sense. It was just like damn. And I all I could think was like. I am so fortunate that I was so drunk. My girlfriend decided to leave because if she had oh, stayed dude, and yeah. I shit all over her, like, oh, that would have been it. That would have been it for sure, for sure. What was the um? I I forgot what the yeah, last part. The of last question was, question was, what do you what do you see your what do you okay? Let me say what he says. What does he imagine himself doing five years from now? Um, a hundred percent still doing YouTube. Uh, fingers crossed, not RuneScape. If I'm still doing RuneScape YouTube in five years, something has gone horribly wrong. Um, but yeah, I love doing YouTube. I'm really trying to get into the vlogs. Like that is something that I thoroughly enjoy and will, I know I will always enjoy because I'm simply just filming my life. You know what I mean? You know, I will um, say just real briefly, when I clicked on your, uh, so I subbed to your channel and then I saw Jake Upton like bl- vlogs or something. And uh, I happened to just click on that first video, not for any particular reason. It might have been <laughs> a girl there. But uh, I clicked. And honestly, it was fucking awesome. I didn't watch oh, the whole thing, did. but I would skip through. I'm like, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah. there, you do have, you know, something there. Like, Yeah. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the thumbnail. Shout out Maddie. That's my best friend uh, in the entire world. <laughs> And um, she wanted to skip the video to see where that portion (laughs) didn't want to go that far. But yeah, she always says like, Jake, you need to hurry up and get famous, you know, because I I always say if I ever get super famous and super rich, like all the homies are coming up with me, like I've just shower them in money. And she was like, Jake, hurry the fuck up. I'm sick of working. Can you get famous? (laughs) And I was like, Mads, like I'm trying. I'm really trying. And she said, and I quote, my best friend in the entire world said, 
you can use my tits and ask for your thumbnails. And I was like, you, you don't have to ask me twice. Like, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Like, she knows what she has to offer. Fuck. 100%. 100%. And she's like, she's 100% on the fact that um, if it ever does really pop off and it gets super famous and, you know, she's in the vlogs and by that, uh, she ends up getting famous as well. She's dropping an OnlyFans too. So, come on, guys. You know, let's... Let's pump it up. Let's get those numbers up so she can drop her OnlyFans, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah. That's, that's I, um, that. No, go sorry, you go. Go for it. I was just going to say, that's that's exactly what I plan on doing in five years, man. Like, I, I can't see myself doing anything else. And, um, I mean, obviously, there's other things. Like, you know, I've got some business ventures that I want to I wanna pursue, but a lot of that will come through YouTube and being able to advertise it through the channel and, and things like that. And um yeah the youtube's definitely going to be the main thing you know who you remind me of who's that randy because this is giving me very similar vibes to when i talked to randy on the save cast because okay okay same thing fucking hated the game just like god like he just wants to move on from the game and just yeah just yep. just do his youtube thing and so he's, he's you know he's trying to get his irl channel going and of course it's so fucking hard because it's like yeah you yep. build up a runescape audience like nobody wants yep. to see what's outside like fuck off you know 100 percent. and um i like i noticed that randy was doing that and fair play to him he did something that i would never do and just took an absolute fucking leap and said fuck runescape i'm only doing these irl videos if that's where you, if you want to see me that's where you're going to and um fair play for taking the leap i i honestly just could not because it's just you yeah. know no. you need money you need money to live and yeah. i think that's that's what happened to him he gave it a red hot crack and then he realized oh shit i am gonna have to continue making runescape videos which is basically you know the situation that i've got myself in at the moment don't get me wrong yeah. i do enjoy making the videos um it's the video making process yeah exactly exactly and it's just like it's it's also a means to an end um i'm trying to get the vlogs going and yeah. they will i'm 100 percent positive that they will because you know i've done youtube for four years now I, I know it's possible um you know i put a lot of work into figuring out the ins and outs and the vlog niche is one that's very hard to get into because it's so saturated so i know it's going to take oh, a yeah. lot of time but I know a hundred percent, like there's a zero doubt in my mind whatsoever that uh, in five years I'll be doing vlogs full time for sure. That's fucking awesome, and I'm glad that you're not making any crazy leaps because those always scare me. Like I, <laughs> I get nervous when a when a creator says I'm done playing RuneScape, fuck this game, and then it's just like, yeah. bro just give it two months or so. like yeah like, like just, holy shit like, dude. <laughs> you are you are playing this game a lot and i kind of see the same situation i'm just glad you're aware of, like you're, yeah. you seem very just aware of your situation and it, that's good um oh, thank you thank you but just like you know you're clearly playing a lot of runescape with no real breaks because it's your job now yeah and so but as soon as you take that break it's, it's runescape i mean that yeah it it it's so hard to see it in the moment but the game yep. eventually calls your name again. And of yep. course, it's not yep. for life. It's just, you know, you have that spurt again where you want to play it a shit ton. Um, and, you know, even Rendy, who knows if it's just, you know, what he has to say for his YouTube to appear that he enjoys the game. But, I mean, he'll even say, like, you know, I I wanted to play the game again. And so this is what I yep. decided yep. to do. And there's That's, money involved uh, with it as well. But That is something that you will never hear me say. If I'm fucking hating the game and not enjoying it, I will never say 
I fucking love this video game. Like I'm, I, like I said before we started the the podcast, like I'm a hundred percent open and honest. Like I'm an open book. I'll tell people exactly how it is. Like I say, I stopped streaming because I fucking hated playing the video game. Like it's, <laughs> I didn't say, oh, I had other things on. Like I genuinely fucking hated playing RuneScape, and that's why I stopped. And like I'm a hundred percent honest in saying that. Like at the moment. I want to do vlogs. And if it wasn't for the money, I would just be doing vlogs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah. It is what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. It's uh, strange. Just kind of grow out of things. I mean, I have That's exactly right. Yeah. I haven't grown out of RuneScape. I still have a total love for the game. You know, I've had times where I've enjoyed it a shit ton. Um, Now I just, you know, I feel like I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything crazy though. I, I just play the game in a really optimal way for me personally. I never push yep. myself too hard. I never, I will log out if I want to watch a movie, if I want to go hang out, if I want to do anything, I will just log out. I'm not yep. thinking about it at that point. And that is what works for me. I still play a shit ton on average every day, but I will take two days off if I need it. Like, I'm just, no. Yep. And that is like what you need. And it it has to be a personal thing. Like some people can't play eight hours a day on average or four fucking years. But, but you know, if your average is three hours, don't keep pushing yourself. I mean, that's what's, that's what leads to burnout, which just sucks. I'm very glad to hear that because a lot of people don't really know when to take breaks. Like myself included, like back in the day when I was first getting into it, like I just could not get away. I was so scared that if I took a day off streaming, like, people would stop watching me or if I didn't get at least a video a week out, I'd get less views and blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like, honestly, I've worked hard enough over the past four years of making the channel that like, if I wake up one day and I don't want to fucking play RuneScape, I don't have to play RuneScape and I can go outside and enjoy yeah. myself. And like, you know, it's it's nice to have that. But yeah, there's, there's yeah. people that just really can't take a break because they're so scared of what's going to happen if they do yeah when in and reality like it's not going to be that bad yeah it it never ends up being that bad <clears throat> i mean i guess there's a difference sometimes like i the longest i've ever really taken off of streaming is a week and that always is just like god this is bad like i took a yeah. week yeah. off <laughs> without even like addressing it like jesus yeah but yeah. there is a difference between a week and a year like a year yeah. without even just like, ghosting everybody like that's bad like no, you don't want to yeah do that, that's but. that's exactly right yeah you can't be can't be ghosting the people that watch you you know yeah. like obviously you can take time off like everyone needs to take time off and like i think there are some people in the twitch scene that are just like hey you can't take time off i'm fucking paying you sub money you should be here like there's a very small community but most people know like damn it's like while streaming yes it is inherently easy to do like there's a lot more that goes into streaming than so, just pressing the start stream button. And it's mental. And like, it's like mental exhaustion yeah. where like, yeah, like you'd say your work is just physical and stuff, but like, yeah, damn, the exactly. mental exhaustion is just, it's just sometimes it's unbearable. Like I, yeah, I want to kind of talk. So how long did you stream for on Twitch? Like duration wise, like how many years? Uh, so, oh, I mean, I probably streamed five days a week for two maybe three years like a yeah a long long time and um yeah, yeah there'll be times that, where I, I needed to take a couple of weeks off and like did um, what 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 was what were like the highs and the lows for you because every streamer is different some people take it better than others but there's times where it's like you have a great month 
next month yep. dog shit yeah for sure dude like i always get caught up in the numbers which is bad but yep. i like i am fucking obsessed with analytics and studying and like just fucking figuring out the ins and outs and trying to get the little one percenters out of everything that i do that i was just so focused on the numbers that like dude i would go live and sometimes i'd be sat on three four five hundred viewers and then the next day um there would be other people online and i'd have like a hundred viewers and that was like that fucking sucked like i used to sit there look at the number on my screen and it showed in my live streams because i was obviously not having a good time you know yep and um yeah so that that is definitely what sucked about streaming but yeah i had some fucking I never really got caught up on the sub number, to be completely honest with you, That's which good. is like something that I got, I was very fortunate to have was the fact that I was doing YouTube at the same time and YouTube was um, by far and away the main source of revenue. That's so awesome. the subscribers on Twitch were sort of just like a little bit of a bonus. So I would have months where, you know, I'd get like, I'd have like a thousand subscribers and then because of, you know, some generous people in the community gifting subs and then the next month I'd have like 200 and that never really fucking that never really got to me yeah just because it was like a bonus you know yeah and that's how it that it's funny because it's like vice versa for me like that's what YouTube is YouTube I just make change I mean you know a few hundred bucks or something every month but I I get to just enjoy YouTube and that was like you just got to kind of enjoy streaming it doesn't really matter what happens you're trying to have a good time with YouTube it's all just a project but streaming is the thing that stresses me out sometimes it's like clearly that's the thing that's giving generating the most money. Yeah. And then yeah, but Yeah, no, it's um it's it's scary, dude, cuz like Yeah. I mean th- there's so, so much, much more to streaming than just saying play video games for a living. Like Yeah. Fuck, yeah. So much more. But I and will like, still say just total disclaimer again, I would not change like my what I have in my life or like anything. Like oh, I'm bro, so yeah. blessed. So just yeah. saying that, but it is not what I imagined at the time. Yeah for sure for sure and um like it's it's super stressful because like you can say all you want that you don't look at the numbers but if your main income is live streaming and one month you're making five thousand dollars and the next month you're making one like that is going to stress you the fuck out and it's gonna show you have to sit there for eight hours every day like trying to pretend like you're not freaking out about paying rent this month like (laughs) you know it's just it's definitely gonna show it's definitely gonna show yeah yeah it's um, it's just interesting how it kind of works is and some people are not are not built for it like i I would argue nobody really enjoys that kind of discomfort but damn like some people want security and i'm not one of those people luckily i'm just like you know, whatever. I'm still single. I'm still young. Kind of 26, pushing 27. Yeah. But like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're still young, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm 28. You're still young. You're yeah. still young. So, uh, yeah. But, I mean, life starts catching up. And then, you know, you get, nice. I don't I don't know how it is in Australia, but like you get off your parents' insurance at 26. You don't, you have, like, I'm a, <laughs> like, I, I don't have look, an employer, honest, you know? I'm just a fucking dude, like, streaming. And now it's like, okay, I have real life goddamn responsibilities. And so is that, get, um, yeah. Is the insurance like health insurance? It's everything. It's just like, yeah, like health insurance, everything. It's like you're, just, okay. you're on your parents until 26 and then right, I mean, you can get right. off it earlier, I think. But like, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have any of that shit over here because we get free health care. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's different here. Like if I got fucking, oh my God. Like 
I don't even know how it is because like now, and it's a good thing, but now that I'm older, I just really kind of care about my health a bit more because I'm like, yep. okay, the last thing I want to do is go to a fucking doctor and pay like $6,000 or just a doctor to tell me what to do. Like, if yep. you do yep. not have insurance, like, <laughs> it is wild. Yeah. No, I've only heard it. So. Yeah, absolutely not. I have to yeah, just no. keep myself as healthy as possible. I've never had like any issues with, you know, health and stuff so i'm, I'm generally pretty yeah. good with that but man if anything did happen <laughs> then i actually have it yeah no i um yeah i never had to worry about any of that like i was um i was out of home at 17 and um i was just I was just straight into it you know it's just like ever since then i've been paying my own way and i learned to be like you know people want security with their with their job and, and their their live streaming and stuff like that it's just like i learned insecurity from a very young age because i was like you know yeah. between jobs and like living out of home so early like still going to school yeah. like um i learned to just like live paycheck to paycheck to the point now where it's like now that i don't have to everything is just so cruisy <laughs> you know? yeah no like you're totally right you've probably had a more wild life than i have but i definitely have lived on my own since i was basically 18 just yeah i would just go around like i've lived in multiple states and cities and stuff and like it's it always feel even to this goddamn day i still feel like i live out of my suitcase like i just i can just i can just pack up of course now it's a little different because i have like a desk and a chair and shit like that but for the longest time it was like a laptop and a phone and yep. some clothes just one suitcase i'm just i can go anywhere it doesn't matter yeah i'm with you on that dude about two years ago i moved out of um my now ex-girlfriend's place and um when i moved into my apartment I went around to my buddy's house. He said he had a couch for me. I was like, cool. And I went and got the couch. And then while I was there, he was like, oh, I've got this mattress as well. Do you want that? I was like, yes, that'd be fucking sweet. And I spent that first night in my apartment with a couch and a mattress. And that was it because I literally owned nothing else. Like, I just yeah, genuinely yeah. And, had and, you're, and you're like nothing. good with it. Like, you ever see that meme yeah. of like guys will like live this way and see nothing wrong with it? There's like a fucking yeah, exactly. lawn chair and a TV in a living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's so good. And like, that's how I lived fucking for so long. Yeah, for it's so not long. bad. <laughs> and I, I used to sleep on like a single mattress on the floor and I would eat wheat bix with water because I couldn't afford milk. Bro, like, you know, <laughs> Bruh, I would, I had, I, I don't know if you know what the word copium means. I know you're not on Twitch as Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know so, copium. Yep. Straight up copium, but uh, like first year of streaming, I was living off ramen and, you know, just, the little bit of savings just went to rent and stuff. And uh, yep. like I was sleeping on the floor and the copium was like, I would, I would read up stuff. I was like, what are the benefits of sleeping on the fucking floor? Like, <laughs> oh, it'll like straighten your, like you won't have back problems. So I like just convincing myself that like, I'm good. Like I'm good. Like I'll just, yeah. I was literally sleeping on the floor for a year and a half. And it wasn't like I, I didn't even hate it. Like I actually enjoyed it. It was, you get you, I mean, you'll get it used to anything. And, yep. uh, yep. But that was the life. It was like my tiny little room. I'd have my stream set up and my floor with a blanket. <laughs> I'm like, Unreal, dude. I would it's so go, good. Go to my bed and then stream and then go to my fucking bed. Like, ugh. My bed, it. my floor. I love it. But um, I was cool. With it. Like... And when I told my stream that, they were freaking out. Like, some people were freaking out. Like, dude, you need a. You like you should have told us we'll we'll buy you a bed. I, mean, I I was like I'm good, dude. Like I'm I'm good. Legit, dude. It's like you know what I fucking I can I can't afford milk and I'm sleeping on the floor. But guess what? I'm so fucking happy right now. Like it's unreal. Yep. Can I just quickly say shout out fucking Nine Rain by the way? 
Thanks oh, for yeah? the question. Um, I got to speak to him uh, for the first time when I was doing the Rookies Battle Royale. And he is one of the most lovely men I've ever met in my entire life. And it was a fucking pleasure. He's such a good guy. So shout out Nine Ren. That's awesome to hear. Because I've always wondered. I've, I've barely kind of seen his content. And I'm like, yep. he seems like a cool dude, but I don't know him well. But he just yep. seems like yep. a really chill dude that's just there. Like, I don't know. I've never yeah, really that was. Him. Yeah, I don't know. It was one of the best things about doing the Battle Royale is just like um, a bunch of creators that I'd never really had the opportunity to interact with before. Getting to like getting calls with them, like organize things, like, you know, have a laugh about things. It's it's always so good. Like um, even Jimmy, like we, we'd spoken before with like pretty good buddies, but like I hadn't spoken to him in ages. And like it was so good to just like jump in a call with him again, say good day, like have a little joke around, talk about how things are going. It's just like it's nice to like, you know, jump into the jump back into it with a bunch of people so, yeah no and i firsthand know because doing the save cast has been the best fucking thing i've ever done it's just yeah i get a talk i mean this conversation right now it's been so fucking nice it's just been just like i've never talked to you in my goddamn life and it's like we're friends already like you know <laughs> That's, i was thinking the same thing when i was just taking a piss just then i was like this is a great conversation yeah man. it's just nice it's just natural and like i've gotten to do that now 60 times it's just fucking fun every time like yeah that's I've, awesome, dude. I've never gone away from it thinking, oh, that was that was bad or that was uncomfortable. It's like it's always just good. I mean, clearly there's yeah. guests that are a lot more talk, like just talk heavy and you can just talk forever. Yeah. But well, um, you're like you're very easy to talk to. I've got a question though. Have you ever had obviously not naming any names, have you ever had like a guest you did a podcast where it was just so hard to like get any answers out and like actually have it get a conversation going? Yeah, yeah. Uh and again, I won't name names, but I mean, it's it, it's just the person, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're just more introverted, yeah. And uh, and I had to learn, like, uh, you know, like one of the first times it happened, I just realized, okay, like, I have to carry this now. This is on yeah. me. I mean, this is my podcast, my show. I have to carry this. I can't. <laughs> I can't just be like, oh, you're not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk. Like, you know. Yeah. And, and it was never that. Pe- it was never petty. I'm just saying that. Right. I joked yeah. around about right there, but um. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's a guest, and then sometimes there's a guest uh, that will just go on for an hour and a half about something or yep. two hours, <laughs> and I've said like two me, words. Just doesn't shut the fuck up. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We've been very. I feel like we've been a, at a pretty good balance. Okay, you, good, you'd good. be surprised if you. I mean, yeah. I will just straight up say, like, Randalicious, love the guy. You know, HLC, of course, but um, <laughs> no, but Randalicious, honestly, he is a. Uh, good fucking guy he is just a great human he's really awesome he is not what you expect when you think of a top page player (laughs) he's he's just genuine he has his life together has a home has a wife has a he's a police officer like he he's just a good dude and um but yeah like in the podcast i mean like halfway through it was just like it was like it was like an hour and a half of like me saying two words. I loved it because I got to sit back and chill. But like, yeah, yeah, you know, there's that dynamic of a person that'll say like three word responses to everything. I'm like, uh. but you know, I mean, that's just what's gonna happen. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Not an hour and a half into a, a podcast, and you haven't even asked a question yet. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. I mean, Unreal. Just one more is like I use it. I mean. First hour and a half was like his his origin story, and I fucking loved it. I mean, I know some yeah, people just yeah. want it. You can't please everyone either. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. One of my favorite things to do is listen to someone talk about something they're passionate about. So like if, if I had Ben in a conversation and I asked him his origin story and he was like super gassed to tell me to the point where he talked for an hour and a half, I would just sit there and fucking listen. Oh, with I, my chin in it. my palms, like, yeah, yeah starry eyed. He's a he's a good boy, and a, and a lot so. and a lot of people do like it. But I mm-hmm. again, like you said, you pick out the one negative thing or the few yeah. little <laughs> negative things, and then you like I I take I take criticism and I try to definitely apply it, but I try to look at it like uh, is this what everyone wants or is this just what you want? Are you just a yeah. very negative yeah. person or are you just are you genuinely trying to help my channel grow? Yeah, that's um, yeah. that is something that I'm very bad at. Is that I will go through my comment section, and I will get ten positive comments, and I'll find the one negative one, and I'll respond to it. Yep. Like there's there's ten people that come <laughs> yeah. to my video, they like the video, they've commented on it, they've said something really nice about it, and I found this one dude that said that I look like Professor Snape, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck know. you. You know, like. <laughs> You're exactly like me. Like I, oh my god. Like, but you know what? There was this one guy. I'm, I'm not even gonna give him credit, but he, for the longest time, he would always comment on my videos, every fucking yep. video, and he would say something really <laughs> sly and stupid, and uh, you know, I just never respond to it. Just, just never yep. respond to it. And he just, yep. just desperately wants the attention. Just fucking desperately <laughs> and i just never <laughs> give him it i would never give him it but he knew he wanted me to respond and so he'd start picking like even deeper sometimes yeah. <laughs> and then eventually eventually i did respond to one of his comments and i was just so like chill like so, it's just so nonchalant just like just as if as if it was his first time ever talking in my thing i just responded to him, like, <laughs> you've really never quiet. seen him yeah. before. <laughs> like i like i'd never seen him and uh it was actually nice it was just like Oh, and th- and then he just kind of like stopped commenting on it. He's just like, I was, I don't know. Oh. It's almost like he wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah, he didn't get what he wanted out of you, and now he feels like there's no point. Yeah, he'll he'll occasionally comment now, but yeah. Anyway, go on. One of my favorite things to do. Um, I don't know if you're like if if you're aware that you can do this. Is if someone has like been commenting on my videos and I don't want to see them comment anymore, I click hide user from this channel. <laughs> yeah, which is like a shadow ban. Yeah. They have no idea that I can't see their comments anymore, but I never get a notification for them and they will continue commenting until the end of time. Dude. I have so many people on my fucking list of hidden users from my channel. It's absolutely insane. Sometimes I'll go onto my video. Nobody can see it, right? Just clear that Nobody up. can see okay, it, okay. except, except for, them. for him. They're the only person that can see it. And I will go on my videos sometimes, like in the early, early ones, like um, like when I've just uploaded, it's been an hour, and YouTube will say 32 comments, and I'll click on the list, and there's like 10, just because 22 people have been hidden from the channel. <laughs> you know? Okay, that- I, I, I need to ask, because this is something so fucking weird. I'd, I have never hidden anybody from my comments, okay, ever. Okay. Uh, but I know it's an option, because I looked it up. I was like, what does this do? Is it just me hiding it? Um, yep. But what is the deal with me getting a notification that somebody commented and then I click it and it doesn't link anywhere? Like it's just, yeah, yeah. what is wrong with that? Is that a bug or what? So it's one of two things. They've either deleted their own comment and you still have the notification for it okay. or um, some comments get what's called held for review. 
and it's if they if you have like a blocked word or like mm. youtube thinks it might be offensive they will not post the comment you'll get a notification for it but then it won't be on your video and you'll have to go into your back end and find all your oh. comments that are like held for review yeah because like i will literally see something that is just it looks so innocent there's nothing that could possibly have been wrong with that like i'll literally just pull up the preview yeah yeah i'll click it it's just gone i'm like what the like for instance i've got one here right now that's been held for review this is ridiculous this guy said why does my map look different i can't see what they show i watched three different videos i thought i was going crazy but i'm not that's been held for review. <laughs> like <Yeah>. you know <laughs> okay so- okay i gotta go in there because i know youtube studio the app also has the the way to check held for review stuff i just never really yep. go down there yep. okay yeah that's no. so that's uh, it took me a while to figure that one out as well because that used to piss me off so yeah much, dude oh god and it would always be something like someone would comment something fucking stupid and i would really really want to respond to them and then i would go and their comment would be gone and i'd be like fuck man like, yeah. i really really wanted to say something like you like, knew you already had it planned out what you're gonna say yeah yeah exactly yeah but it's always weird because like I guess now that it's now that you've told me what what's happening, but I've I've had really bad comments that aren't held for review. So I'm like, <laughs> so then I'm like, there's no way this one is held for review. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes YouTube doesn't make sense, man. They just, uh, yeah. It's it's weird, man. Like it's it's so intricate YouTube. Like obviously there's some there's some dumb things like that that just make absolutely no sense. But then it's just like the, there's so many little intricacies oh. within the the website i i fucking love the analytics and i can't even like truly embrace it yet because you know it's like just changed right now i mean relatively but oh it's so fucking fascinating how many data points they have for everything yeah yeah in fact i don't even know how they know if a how do they know if a dude's a dude or a a a girl's a girl (laughs) like is it just because of their Google account that's linked and so they kind of make connections of like if it's a guy or a girl? Or do you ever – Yeah. I can't remember creating my Google account and saying I'm a dude. Like, do, it, Yeah, I don't do? – I don't remember that either. I'm not sure if they ask, you know. But um, yeah, I mean there's there, there so many different points. Like it's fucking absolutely insane. And like the thing is like all of these different like data points, like they obviously mean something. And you just – like you can imagine – some of these big companies that have YouTube channels that are making like videos, like fucking pumping them out. They have like full teams of like 50 people. You can imagine there's like fucking three or four dudes sat in a room on the analytics page trying to squeeze every little percent out of each one of these like different fucking like data points. Like it's absolutely nuts. And it's just like, oh, that's that's how to compete. It's cool though. I wish Twitch had that like better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's not too much on Twitch, is there? There really isn't, and it's because I mean, you can just create accounts, and like, there's you don't have to put any details in it or anything. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I guess it would be hard to see. I don't know. Mm, interesting, but yeah, no, I'm a I'm a sucker for uh, for numbers, analytics. Like, yeah. I just uh, yeah, numbers is always. I was always a math guy in school, you know. Yeah, Everything I was initially was kind of just like. Eh. I was initially. I fucking okay. Well, let me ask. Did you hate science? I did. Me you too. I, I fucking love I, math. Hated science. I hated science because it was so broad. Like nowadays, yeah. I'll go down a rabbit hole of just like researching specific little niche parts of science. Oh, yeah. But like science in school was just such a they broad topic. Up. Like 
the American schooling system just made science the most worst thing ever. Like, it was <laughs> fucking awful. And then, yeah, nowadays, I'm all about it. Like, I want to learn yeah. so much about, like, just the yeah. world and weird shit. Like, oh, yeah. Science is fucking cool. But, like, school when sucks. you're trying to, yeah, when you're trying to learn something as intricate as science in and there's so many different parts of it and you're trying to be taught all of them in one fucking go it's just like dude like that is just way too much information to try and take in and because they're trying to make it so broad it's not as in-depth as it needs to be to be interesting like <laughs> yeah 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 i I, yeah. I always find like i get way more interested in stuff the deeper i get oh yeah absolutely Absolutely. I wanted to bring up one more thing. I see a I see a Twitter topic, but I'll hold off real quick. Um, you know what I found really interesting is like sometimes just going back to YouTube analytics, I'll, I'll see a video that I put a shit ton of time into. Yep. And I'm like, damn, that one just fucking flopped. Like it sucks yep. that I put like tons of time into it. And then I'll make a video of 20 minutes of me talking, just just record, talk for 20 minutes. Stop record, upload, no mm-hmm. thumbnail. Instantly does like mm-hmm. three times better. Yep. And I'm like, it's peep. Uh, it, 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 and just to keep in mind, it's not about the algorithm really like fucking me over. It's just genuinely people want to watch me just talk rather than yep. have some production. And I'm like, 100%. That's cool. Like, that's actually cool in a way because yep. I don't know if you know Caveman only. Like, he kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he burnt out from YouTube and a lot of it he was just saying it. A lot of it was probably just not enjoying the game anymore and stuff. But he told me that he just put so much production value into every one of his videos. It was exhausting to create. Yeah. Yeah. When you're – I'm glad to be in my position where I don't really want to put as much time. And I can actually have one of my best videos just be talking for no edit whatsoever. So I'm like – I'll just try to keep that up a little bit. It's just that there's so many different things that go into what um, gets a video into the algorithm. Yeah. There's so many different factors. And like let me tell you, some of my best performing videos have been videos that I put absolutely zero fucking effort into. But at the same time, some of my best performing videos are the ones that I put the most effort into, like the Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's so many different factors that go in. It's like no one specific thing will push you into the algorithm and get your video pushed out. It's just like you need like a combination of all those things. And like sometimes you'll have a video that has a shit thumbnail. Like you said, you don't even put a thumbnail on a video and sometimes <laughs> it does well. Yeah. But it hits so many other different points that the algorithm's looking for That's that true. it just it pops off anyway so i've had some times where like i know for sure the thumbnails the reason the video is doing well i've had some times where i didn't even put a thumbnail on and the video is done well and it's just like yeah there's there's so many different factors that you need to hit and mm-hmm. like you see all of the massive massive like outside of runescape successful youtubers that are just constantly getting viral videos it's because they know all the points they need to hit. They've done all the fucking research. They've been doing it for years and they make sure they hit them every fucking time. They have a guy making thumbnails. They've got a guy doing their editing to make sure that they get like the audience retention is through the roof. They know that they need to put out a call to action for comments and likes and subscribes. Yeah. Like everything that they do is like a science. And they do it every single time and they just fucking, you know, they keep repeating it. And it's just like, that's part of the game with YouTube. You just got to figure out 
what to do. And like, once you hit it, just fucking keep hitting it. That's, you know what? That's... You reminded me. If you're listening to this, like the video and subscribe. I never do that. Like, it's so hard for me to remember to like. There it is. Because it's so big. Because I notice myself as a viewer doing that. If somebody just says yeah. like the video, I'll just like it. Like, fuck it. But I wouldn't have liked it if you didn't say it in the middle of the yeah. video. I, um, I found a massive correlation. Like I said, I get pretty fucking deep into the research. A massive correlation between my personal videos where I get a fuck ton of views, like a way more than average, and how many people have subscribed when they're watching that video. So I've got an analytic that tells me who clicked the subscribe button on that video. The ones that go like, not fucking insanely viral, but like in RuneScape terms, the ones that go insanely viral in RuneScape are the ones that I get heaps of subs and the ones that do the worst are the ones that I have the least amount of subscribers. So calling out for subscribers is like such a massive one. I was actually talking to, did a bitter about this the other day, um, telling him how he's got like, I think at the moment, one of the best fucking call to actions is at, uh, for subscribers. He just says like the most ridiculous shit. Like one of his ones the other day was like, are you subscribed to the channel? If not, with all due respect, what the goddamn hell are you doing? And I was just like, that's just, it's just perfect. Cause it's just, yeah. like, it's funny. It catches your attention. And like people are way more likely to press the button. So I basically just said to him, you know, like I told you before, how I got into YouTube in the first place was find the most popular shit in your niche and just steal it. I just said to did a bit of the other day, listen, mate, I'm taking that. I'm putting it in my own videos now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And I really, I, I'm just, even to this day, I still look at YouTube as more of a project, just like just fucking around on it. But I do take it more seriously now because yeah. I want it to grow. And I never realized because when you first started YouTube and you're just uploading random shit, you don't yep. really care. But now I'm like, damn, like it's crazy the amount of growth you can have by just doing little teeny things that people say, like yep. make a good thumbnail, make a good title, make. And those are so easy. Like, it takes no time. Especially a yep. RuneScape thumbnail. It gets, like, clockwork. You just put up a random background, blur it a little bit, and then add yep. some, like, random shit and make a shadow 100%. behind it. <laughs> 100%. That's um, is a conversation I was actually having with Link Arena a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, Is that the thumbnails in the RuneScape section, going back two years, were just fucking god-awful. And it was so easy to make them better. And I said to him, I was like, we should try and stand out. Let's make some fucking good thumbnails because it makes no sense whatsoever for us to spend fucking 30 to 50 hours making a video and then 10 minutes making a thumbnail when the thumbnail is the first thing that people are going to see. It's like that's so the true. reason they're going to click on your video. And so that was a point where I just started going absolutely nuts in my thumbnails. These days, I honestly don't really care too much about it. But like going back a few years when I was like really pushing, trying to get as much like as many views as I could, like I would, I would spend five to 10 hours making a thumbnail and I'm fucking terrible at graphic design. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. Five to 10 and hours. Yeah, dude. Fucking yeah. Go. One of, Damn. I think <laughs> one of the ones I made for my, um, my league series for the last league, I spent so much fucking time on it. I, like 20 plus. I remember I was talking to Hootie Tootie the whole time. I was like, dude. It took me so long to make the video because it was towards the end of the leagues. I was going dry on stuff that I would just like finish my day of like playing RuneScape and then I would just work on this thumbnail. And it was the best fucking thumbnail I've ever made. Um, and unfortunately, I paired it with a fucking very dog shit video. <laughs> it just didn't, it didn't do well. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting is uh, there was actually, I think it was a, a YouTube movie 
that was talking about movie posters. I don't know if you were okay. ever recommended that. I was just recommended. I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting, and I'm high, so I'll just fucking watch it. And uh, <laughs> um, but they were talking about how like movie posters back in the day were all like hand drawn, or like you would hire an artist to like draw yep. the movie poster, and it was like that was the movie in in some yep. sense. Where it was just like, yep. you want to make this as cool and badass as possible because like movies back then sucked ass. But I mean, clearly they yep. were amazing for the time, but um. Yeah, it was interesting, and then they kind of just started moving to just real faces instead of drawings or anything. It was it was yep. interesting yep. to listen to because well, yeah, that's the thing. Like people, especially in YouTube, because I've said this for many many years. Like any other industry, people have done it before. Like when we do YouTube, we don't have like mentors to look up to because no one's really ever done this shit. It's like just coming in the last decade. It's like, we're kind of the people that are paving the way. We're going to figure it out for ourselves. And a lot of YouTubers don't put enough emphasis on advertising. Like if you go see a movie, you you know, you've seen an ad for it somewhere. You've seen a poster for it somewhere. You don't just go, yeah, oh, so I know true. this movie's coming out because I'm following it. Like you could have the best fucking movie of all time. And if they don't have an ad for it, no one's going to watch it. You know what I mean? So fucking true. Damn. And that's why you see so many like different fucking ads on television, like mainstream media, like advertisements everywhere. And like people just don't put enough emphasis on it uh, in YouTube just because like, I guess they're trying to make it different to mainstream media when like in reality, it's becoming the new mainstream media. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I switched to a communication major. And I took some advertising classes and stuff like that. But Yep. So I've learned a lot about this, but it never really, it's like just never really clicked. But now, like, you know, things start to click a little bit slowly yep. for me. Yep. But yeah, it's I've, crazy um, how much advertising is just massive. I don't think I've yeah. ever watched really a movie without at least somewhat hearing about it in some Yeah, avenue. exactly, exactly. I've um I've wanted to go to uni to like study like business management and advertising and shit like that just because like you know what I, I said quite a few things on this podcast like I have any idea what I'm fucking talking about but in reality like it's just the fucking surface I really have no idea I have like such a basic <laughs> no, knowledge no 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 I'm just gonna just refute that right now and I'll say you actually do because you've lived it there is <laughs> I I am not even kidding right now like you will come out of college with a full fucking degree. You won't know shit about like actually doing it. I swear to God, like, you know, of course the mixture of them both would be amazing. The experience yep. and the, then the real technical stuff, but man, it is so much better to have lived it rather than to have just learned yep. it. Yep. So you're, totally well, that right. would, that could be a good thing about actually going to university. Oh yeah. If you went to like, university now, oh. it's because, you know, I have had the experience and then I'll be able to go through like the yes. literature and like the fucking Things you know, would click. History. Things would click so fucking fast. Yeah. Just like, oh, I remember this. Sense. I remember this. Especially if you've studied yeah. YouTube analytics. Like, <laughs> damn, you'd just be like, no, every like, what, what, like, I went into advertising. I was like, what the fuck does CPM mean? Like, I was that, <laughs> I was that much of a dumbass at the time. I mean, clearly, yeah. it's, it's very obvious now. But yeah, no, I um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna look into it because I, yeah, I could, I could really fucking up my YouTube game if I had a bit, bit of extra knowledge. Yeah, I mean, school's always good, but, like, I've gone to school. I dropped out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to devalue school, but, like, if you're really passionate about it and you don't want to spend the money, there is just 
so many fucking free tools online. Like, yeah. like I know I sound like a boomer saying that, but like, damn, no, you can no. learn anything online. It doesn't even matter as long as you have the interest and the the willpower to stick it Dude, through. That I agree a million percent. I am of the of the thought process that if you really look hard enough, there is not a single thing in this world that you cannot learn on the internet <laughs> i know it's like it's absolutely fucking insane like yeah. you know what i guarantee you could learn how to do fucking brain surgery on the internet i wouldn't recommend doing it <laughs> but i guarantee <laughs> i guarantee you could learn how to do it just don't actually do it you know yeah yeah i mean yeah it's insane uh and if and if you do have money it's even better because there are as resources online that do cost and instead of trying to fucking pirate everything like you can just genuinely just pay a small fee because i used to be like that stingy you know college kid that would just try to find everything for free like you know yeah. you'd have a class where it's like you you know the answers are on this site but there's like a paywall and it was like yep, yep. five bucks but i'm like fuck that i'll just try to find another way it's like dude just pay the goddamn five dollars and then <laughs> just cancel pay the just five like, bucks man yeah but like nowadays i'm like oh i'll just pay it i don't really care i mean there's nothing yeah. really that is in that realm anymore because I don't go to school, but like, damn, I was so stingy. Like, <laughs> well, I suppose, like, you know, back in those days, like, you know, I, I think we had a pretty similar situation. You were eating ramen, I was eating wheat bakes with water because I couldn't afford milk. Like, five <laughs> bucks back then was a lot of fucking money. Like, like we have a little bit more yeah. disposable income these days. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Just anything relatively high, like you're just making a little bit more than you made previously, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, and that's what, like. I don't know the the classic question amongst guy groups is like how much money would you need to suck a dick? And I tell you what, over the years, my fucking answer has changed substantially. Back <laughs> like fucking ten years ago, I probably would have sucked a dick for twenty bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, like it's a now bit it's more than that. <laughs> now, yeah, it's like, maybe it's twenty five. Like <laughs> now, I'll do it for free. Like I'm that I'm that open to this idea. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for a decade, so they're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. No, but seriously, sometimes I wonder, uh, yeah, like money means, yeah, like it, especially like what you're saying is like that sponsorship, you're paid a hundred bucks. You just fucking yeah. ask for 2000. They would have just insta yeah. accepted. But like, yeah, it's that same thing where it's like, oh, a hundred bucks. Let's go. And now it's like, yeah, you got a hundred percent big dude. time. It's uh, it's all relative, you know what I mean. Like yeah. back then, getting offered a hundred dollars for a sponsorship, I was fucking over the moon. Now, like, if someone offered me a hundred dollars for a sponsorship, I would spit on my computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just yeah. which, like, don't get me wrong, like a hundred bucks is a lot of fucking money, but like, I know, but it's like you, you know? know what you're worth now. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Here, let's. <laughs> I have a, a Twitter topic here from Rune Master Fro. We haven't really talked about this, but he asks, "What? What's his workout routine? Because he's looking like a whole Australian snack these days." <laughs> well, I appreciate that, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, at the moment, I'm doing a push pull leg split. So, um, I do gym around five days a week. I'm doing chests and tries twice, back and biceps twice, and legs once. And I do shoulders on leg day just because no one fucking likes leg day. And I need something in there that I enjoy to actually get me to go to the gym. Um, but I go like 
three to five days, depending on how much I've got on during the week. I tend to go with my um, my best mate, Andrew, as well. So some nights he's not super keen on going and we just don't end up going. But it's nothing like it's not fucking wild. Like I'm not out here just like fucking trying to become an um fucking pro bodybuilder yeah. or anything like i'm just just, just working health. out and yeah just looking yeah, good exactly. and being healthy and just yeah yeah your and it was life. like it was one of those things where like you know i've mentioned before like if i jump into something i'm jumping into it like a hundred percent i'm like doing all the research i'm fucking looking up all this shit and it's like i'm constantly watching like videos on nutrition and fucking bodybuilding and like all that shit i don't want to be a bodybuilder but i watch a lot of fucking bodybuilding videos with mm-hmm. someone that doesn't let me tell you and um yeah i just spent a lot of time doing the research and end of the day like it's it's as simple as like if you want to lose weight eat less calories than <laughs> you, know. you expend and if you want to gain weight eat more calories than you expend <laughs> it <laughs> so it's literally nuts. that simple yeah it's it's actually nuts uh i always because my brother was always i mean my brother's kind of the same like he was just all in as soon as he this as soon as the fucking needle on the camel's back or whatever the hell that saying is my brother finally was just like okay i have to lose weight like i have to and so he just he realized like two months in he had already lost like 30 pounds and he's like yeah all i had to do was just eat less like what? <laughs> like i haven't done yeah, anything like, i just i'm leaving like he like for the first few months he was eating the same shit just less of it and he's just losing yep. just buckets of weight because like yeah he's not naturally a fat guy he just yep. chose horrible decisions and didn't know how much he was putting into his body every day a hundred percent a hundred percent it's interesting and like though. it's it's so much easier to put weight on i mean for me personally some people really struggle to put weight on mm-hmm. um, but like for me it was so much easier to put weight on that it was can take off because like i fucking love eating food dude i'm not gonna beat around the bush i love eating food and like one of the best things I did was to um, like find lower calorie replacements for shit that I liked eating. Like I'll make yeah. my own pizza. Like I literally eat a pizza every single fucking day, but I cook it at home in my own oven Fresh with like lower calorie shit, yep. you know? And it's just like over the past year, I've fucking fallen off my diet heaps of times. Like I lost in the last year, I lost 30 kilos. If I'd stuck to a strict diet, diet I probably could have done like closer to 50 or 60 um but you but you probably enjoyed like, yourself a lot more doing it your way exactly exactly and then there was times where like yeah there'd be a week where i'm like shit like i've had takeout a few too many times and then i'd like jump back on the jump back on the working out and stuff but like it's um it's been a fucking long journey but i uh like i really enjoy getting in the gym and lifting weights and like seeing the changes in my body as well yeah. and like and seeing it, that i've actually got muscles like it's yeah. fucking it's cool, Unreal, you know, and like cool. having people comment on it, yeah. like, damn, you're like, you know, I had a guy call me big guy the other day, and I just, I fucking, that was it, made my whole week. Like, what the hell? It's fucking I, cool, huh? Like, my brother talks about it all the time. Like, I live basically vicariously through it because <laughs> he talks about, you know, his work day and shit sometimes. I mean, not all the time. We're not like just fucking gay best friends or anything. We're brothers, <laughs> but like, but like, you know, occasionally when we talk and stuff, like, he'll come in and, We'll just talk about it. and like he's losing weight. He's looking great now. I mean, he's literally yep. lost 120 pounds. He's down to like, pretty sure he's at like 200 or 195. Like it looks great. And oh, uh, no. and um, you know, he just talks about it. And it's like just his whole life is just so much better with it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, crazy. It is actually it, it is actually crazy how. And we were even talking about how if you look good, 
it's just like you instantly trust a person that looks better. Yeah. Which is yeah. It, yeah. it's fucked up in a way, but at the same time, it, it is, makes perfect dude. sense. Like it is, it is. If it I'm was, listening um, to if I'm listening to a guy like like a professional in his craft or a doctor that's like obese, like uh, okay, I'm not taking advice from you yep. because like yep. you have to live, you have to practice what you preach, you know, like hundred percent, hundred percent. Back when I um, it's funny they mentioned that back when I was playing poker you know, way back in the day. Um, I did a bit of live streaming for that. That's sort of how I got into the content creation thing mm-hmm. to start with. That was the reason I wanted to do a bit of YouTube. Um, but there was this guy. His name was Jamie Staples. Shout out, Jamie. Great guy. Um, he was quite overweight. And he mentioned uh, one day on his live stream, he said that he knows for a fact that if he was skinny, he looked better, he would get more viewership. And he just went out and lost all this fucking weight. And then sure enough, his fucking viewership started increasing. Like it was absolutely insane. Like he had that firsthand experience to see it actually work. And it's just like, it's crazy that you mentioned that. It's like, yeah, a hundred percent. You're yeah. way more likely to like listen to someone if you're like, you also think they look good. Yep. And and uh, on top of that, there's even a second factor where you know you look good and you're confident. Yep. So there yep. is... It's like uh, you embody this confidence. So you've gotten to the point where you believe in yourself so much. Like you know you look good. Nobody can fucking tear you down because you've you've just fucking embodied it, you know. And But of course, you know, if you're looking worse or you're just on a bad few days, you're just eating shit, not doing anything. Even if you look relatively the goddamn same. You're gonna be feeling like shit, and you're gonna. If anybody calls you out on anything, you're gonna be like self conscious yep. about it. And that that definitely shines through. But yeah, like when you're feeling yourself, damn dude. I always said like, even as a real fat guy, I was a real confident man. Like I was, I've always been really confident. Yeah. And I I used to just say like, when I start looking good, it's fucking over for you, bitches. Like when I'm <laughs> when I'm fucking feeling so good on the inside already. Once I start looking as good as I feel inside on the yeah. outside, like. And I remember I like I'd lost a bunch of weight. I was at this party. I was dancing around with a few of my friends and uh, my best friend Maddie, she took this video of me and my mate Sam. We were dancing and we both just like took our shirts off. We're dancing around. And the next morning we're on the train home and we watched the video. And it was just so genuine. It wasn't like she was just sat there trying to gas me up. She just looks at the video. She was like, Holy fuck, you look really jacked, like when you when you took your shirt off. And like Bro, let me tell you, my yeah. fucking confidence just went through the roof. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. to the point where I feel like people don't even want to be around me anymore because I just fucking love myself so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was, just, <laughs> it was just insane. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, senior year of high school. Senior year was when I finally cared about fitness. And yeah. um, just, you know, I would actually work out my senior year. Before that, you know, you're just, you're just a soft kid. That was, wow, the term I put it. <laughs> You're just soft, yeah. you know? Like, you don't do anything. Like, you're just just a kid. But, yeah, senior year, I took a little bit of effort into my physique and stuff. And, like, oh, the compliments from girls. That's yeah. all. It, that, one compliment is all it fucking <laughs> took. And then you are on, like, cloud nine. You're just, like, you're just the That's king. That's it, dude. That you're the king. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. No, it's um, it's a great feeling, man. And, like, yeah, like I said, like, I've always been a pretty confident guy. But, you know, when I was when I was super overweight, it was just, like, 
I was still confident. Like I would go out and I'd still have a great time. And like on the outside, I'm just like this fucking real confident dude. But like it was always always like eat away at me inside. Like damn, you don't look as good as you could on on the outside. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, now I'm fucking, I'm feeling good. And like, you know, don't want to sound too up myself, but I'm fucking looking good as well. And you You really are. I think It's, it's, it's cool to see. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, I um, I think it really shows with like I don't know, just general day to day. Like I'm obviously like way happier and fucking yeah. I think that really shines through. Yeah, it's just literally hand in hand. You you improve your actual physical body in good yep. ways, healthy ways, and like you're just gonna feel it. Like you're gonna. And again, living vicariously. I know it's like a joke. I live vicariously yep. through my brother, but like literally he is so much happier yeah he used to come back from work and just be pissed off all the time like just exhausted from just clearly carrying around an an additional hundred some pounds like yeah fuck i can't even imagine like and uh now he's just yeah just always bouncing you know just like ready to do shit he goes out more and stuff it's cool so a hundred percent a hundred percent like another thing that was like affected me quite a bit is the fact that like you know being on youtube and streaming like i'm always on cam like um legit and like this might sound like an exaggeration but i don't remember a single day even now like to this day i don't remember a single day in the past three years that i haven't been called fat at least once by a youtube comment someone in runescape someone in a twitch chat a tweet something on my instagram post like to this day not a single day has gone by where I haven't had someone go, oh, you fat piece of shit. Like, you know, it's it's absolutely insane. I'm like, that can really fuck you up in the head, like getting that every I, single day. I can't fucking imagine. Like, And um, yeah. I, I always just think, dude, like I'm very fortunate not to have like any like real bad mental health problems. Mm-hmm. But like if someone did and like copped this shit for three fucking years, like – it's scary man like you gotta be fucking careful what you say over the internet dude because you never know like who you're saying it to like it's insane Nah, it's again it's like it reminds me of middle school when people are just bullies or just ruthless with people like what the fuck is wrong with you like (laughs) yeah like seriously and luckily i've always kind of been at a healthy weight i mean sometimes i go through my little chubby stages sometimes i'll lose some weight look good but like i i i can't really imagine being you know like that just that fat guy that's just called fat like damn that would just because i see one negative youtube comment not even about my appearance but just about something i've made on my youtube video i get fucking offended by it like yeah (laughs) i mean i try not to but like we're human after all we want acceptance and uh i I can't imagine it and shout out to the guys that can fucking deal with that especially especially if it's not really their fault, like if they actually have a genetic thing oh, that's like making them bro. fat, you know, it's like just yeah. like, or like some medication that they're on, like you can't yep. control it. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I really empathize with people like that. Cause like it's in my own life. My brother was pretty big and you know, I kind of felt bad for him. I'd always try to like, <laughs> so it, what always sucks as well is when you want somebody to do better but you know there is no convince you cannot convince somebody to do something long term it has to be yep. on them it just has to 100% 100% dude yeah no it's um you can't really tell someone you know you need to do this you because can't. let me tell you i like i've had people for the past 3 years every single day someone would call me fat and let me fucking tell you 
that didn't make me want to lose weight. That just made me sad and want to eat more food. Like you're not helping. (laughs) It doesn't Um, help. Yeah. Yeah. But it is so easy to uh, say something negative over the internet because there's no consequence. There's literally zero repercussions for your action. You can say whatever the fuck you want on the internet and nothing is going to happen. Like no one's going to come up to me IRL and just call me fat. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to be there and saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is wrong with you? Why have you said that to me? Whereas you can just type it on the internet and then leave and and that's it. You never have to see it again. It's just like, ah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's uh, really makes you think, and I've mentioned this past few podcasts, just like the internet can be so goddamn ruthless and awful and make the world seem fucking fucked up. Just take a damn step outside, take a walk, (laughs) and like all of that negative, all that negativity washes away. Like firsthand, like I know it's annoying to go outside when you don't want to, but damn, one simple 30 minute to an hour walk, listening to a podcast, listening to some music, totally changes your mindset completely. It's unbelievable. I um I totally agree, dude. Like like I said, I don't have any fucking serious mental health issues, which is great, but Mm -hmm. like Back when I was trying to make a video every day, not going outside at all, like it really starts to fuck you up in the brain. And like, and you don't realize you, it either. Once you start getting outside, like it's just, yeah, you, you're, you're exactly right. You don't realize that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, by the time that you do, it's like, fuck, you're already fucked up. Um, yeah. But yeah, the sun is insane. Just fucking get some. <laughs> just get some sun in your life. Sun is insane like you you don't even like it makes no sense why it would be good for you it makes no fucking sense why it'd be good for you i mean there's probably some scientific vitamin d and all that shit but like like, it's just a fucking sun it's a great big ball of gas and you go out there and you get a little bit of it and you feel great yep it's fucking weird Uh, it's insane dude but yeah shout out the sun that fucking big sun Big ball in the middle of the sky. It's been so goddamn cold here. I, in Australia, it's summer, right? Is it, it is, yeah. yeah. No, today it was 31 degrees. Went out for a walk when I woke up. Hey, it was 31 degrees s- here. Stifling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, the weather's been great, dude. Where I live, like specifically, even during summer, like we tend to get a, a fair amount of rain, which is good because I hate it when it's like super hot. When it's like fucking stifling, oh, nothing worse. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's, it's like always suffocating. pretty nice where I live. Yeah, legit, dude. Like dude. you go outside and you wonder how you're not melting. Like, dude, I was 14. This is embarrassing, but I was 14, and somebody told me that it was uh, it was summer or something like that. And I must have been 13 or 14. And some guy said, "You know, it's winter in Australia." And I straight up just was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, shut up. Like, it's, it's, it's summer for the world, you dumbass. Like, I literally believe that. And I, like, convinced myself that he was just trolling me. And then I, like, realized, oh, like, oh, I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's, like, the most stereotypical American thing ever. Oh, yeah. Like that's just how... the world revolves around America. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. other fucking place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how the rest of the world sees America. It's <laughs> yeah. just perfect. I mean, to be fair, like... I don't know. Sometimes I like I'm a little uncultured. Luckily, I've I've kind of gotten a little bit more cultural with uh, Hispanic culture because I like went to Mexico and I learned Spanish and stuff like that. And I just I understand because when I was a kid, I was that ignorant American that thought 
everybody was Mexican. Like, just, just so <laughs> ignorant. But, like, it was, I didn't mean to offend anybody. It was just genuinely, I thought anybody yeah. that lived south of America was Mexican. And, yeah. and of course, yeah. I was young. I must have been, like, seven or something when I thought that. But, like, then you start realizing, oh, there's... Like there's different countries and they are completely different and <laughs> shit like that. But I'm still very uncultured with uh, not not to that extent. But like I would yeah. like to learn a little bit more about uh, like European countries and stuff because those like, it just you know you're yeah, so no, you're I so don't... invested in your own country and America's massive and which makes sense. You know it's where you're from. Like um... I just feel bad when I'm like, are you New Zealand or Australian? Like, like, <laughs> Are you a Kiwi or an Aussie? Like, I don't know. I can't tell the difference. Okay, let me ask. Is there a distinction that's very clear if you're an Aussie or a Kiwi? Like, just initial, like, impressions? As in, like, I could could tell for sure. Can you tell over, like, the internet? Like, if if I were to watch an Australian streamer or an Australian or from New Zealand, just is there a way to tell? Like, if you're watching their stream, they're talking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a massive, massive difference. What is it? What our... is it that I can know so I, I don't look like a dumbass? Well, in our in our accents, like you can tell, there's a there's a massive. You sound difference. the like, same. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I, Honestly, I maybe I've never put it like side to side and see the difference. I just I could I could definitely be biased because obviously I'm Australian. I can easily tell the difference between my accent and say Ron plays games like he's from New Zealand. Okay, I can easily tell the difference between our accents, but at the same time, like I've I had people come into my streams when I was streaming and ask if I'm from the UK. Like they can't <laughs> yeah. tell the difference between Dude. my Dude. accent. I know. Like, I know you and Elliot have been like like friends for a while and like uh you know Ron as well from New Zealand you're from Australia and then like Skittler's from fucking the UK and I'm like yep I kind of thought he was Australian for a bit Yeah well he 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 gets that as well and yeah. I like I I listen to him and like I'm like how the fuck can anyone think that man is from Australia like <laughs> what the he sounds like a posh twat like what do you mean australian it's like, just, unreal. It's, it would be like uh i mean but i can clearly tell american differences of like accents yeah. and stuff and where nobody else could probably pick up on that so i guess it's yeah, all like, just like i mean being associated with it i can tell little differences in like american accents based on like where you live like geographically in the country but like not to the extent i think you'd be able to like i yeah. i wouldn't be able to tell you where you're from you know what i mean like i have a very normal to me it's normal because i grew up in oregon but i feel like everybody kind of thinks the west coast is pretty like the, it's like the standard almost right and then you go to the south a- and people are like you know talking weird <laughs> I, mean, I live in the south now but i don't go outside so i haven't picked up well anything. that's the thing like that's the thing that really weirds me out because in america like you have different accents based on like where in the country you live mm-hmm. in australia it's like we all talk the same throughout the entire country like there's no i would not be able, if i spoke to someone i would not be able to tell you where they live wow yeah, it would be pretty tough for me to be. It would have to be like very, very. Uh, what's the word for it? Like um, distinct. Dis- yeah, like distinct, but um, like I can't even think think of the fucking word. But like just the <laughs> the, the stereotype. Yeah, the stereotype of a southern right, person because right. everyone's very nuanced. Like everyone has their own little quirks and stuff with the way they speak. But if it was just straight yeah. up like stereotypical southern person, oh yeah, I could easily tell. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's definitely definitely strange like even in like in uh in england like you have a different accents based on 
you're from the north or the south. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a pretty common thing within countries, but yeah. Yeah, it is. In Australia, and I'm not. Mexico, there was like over 100 dialects, and I'm talking dialects to the point where you cannot understand it. It's like a completely different yeah. language. That is unbelievable to me. Like, imagine America was just like separated with like 30 different dialects. Like, you just actually yeah. can't understand. I know that's with Europe. Europe, it's like there's places where you cannot understand the guy, but he's speaking English, but it's so fucking thick yeah. of just unreal unreal yeah (laughs) all right well i need to ask you um i'm looking through these twitter topics i don't see any more that i mean we've touched on almost everything of course yeah yeah i didn't ask every question or every topic but is there anything you would like to uh kind of talk about dude i think we, we we covered a lot of things like anything that i thought might be asked was asked and you know i feel like i've yeah, I feel said all that I need to say. I feel satisfied, but I still have uh, the one last thing I ask, and that is three shout outs. Anybody in oh. the community? And uh, um, yeah, shit. Okay. Um, well, I've got to go with Skidler, obviously one of my best friends, the boy Been with it for years. Um, Say Baycast really alumnus. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! Uh, Link Soccer Arena. He has been with me pretty much since the start. We both brought our YouTube channels up together. Shout out Jack. What a fucking guy. Hell yeah. And um, I'm going to go Ditter Bitter. He's the boy, man. He's like like my younger brother. He's so like he was like 17 when we first started talking. Like, you know, he it's great because he comes to me for advice. And I feel like I'm I feel like being older i can pass that advice on even though we probably know basically the same shit he always makes me feel like i'm super smart so like shout out fucking yeah. yeah shout out me here fucking what a great guy i like it or better i don't know him too well but he just seems like a character i just i like i like the way he i like the way he just presents himself just just a goofy yeah. guy he is um he is exactly who he is like the way you see him on streams and in videos, like he, there's no show that he's putting on that he's is like just naturally who he is. funny. Yeah, yeah, dude. It. He's like he's just so confident and like quirky and just like it says how he feels all the fucking time. There's no like no filter. He's just he is he is himself, and I fucking respect it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, Jake, it's been a fucking pleasure. Literally, it is uh, six in the morning right now, and uh, I have literally loved every minute of this. Like, it's just been fucking awesome, man. It was seriously fucking awesome talking to you, dude. You're you're an awesome guy. So I appreciate that, Sad. I um I had a fucking sick time as well, dude. Thank you so much for having me on once again. Thanks for staying up until six o'clock in the morning. Like, I appreciate that you uh. It's the DJ hours, man. This is like this. Yeah. This was my afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I will. No, I, um... Yeah, I, I'll have your um YouTube. Your Twitch. I mean, you stream like here and there, and you also you also broadcast the the events on your Twitch channel. So I'll have it yep. in there. Yep. Of course, a lot of you guys listening probably already know of Eviescape's, you know, way larger audience than me. But for those that don't, go drop them a follow. Uh, on your, I'll have your Twitter as well. Is there any other thing? Your OnlyFans. Hey, while you're fucking doing all that shit, make sure you subscribe to Save. Like, come on, dude. Shit. Come on. If you're not subscribed, in the great words of Ditter Bitter, what the goddamn hell are you doing? You know. <laughs> Be sure to sub, boys. And last thing, if you guys want to support the cast, $2 a month as a pledge on Patreon. There's a link in the description. You'll have your name on the title screen. Feel free if you would like 
And uh, that's it for me. And don't bother commenting down below that you can't afford $2 because we don't speak broke, okay? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, real talk. It has been a fucking awesome episode. Fucking shout out for the 60th episode. This is just a killer. Um, I know I just said that was it for me, but I also need to address that we will be having Jake C on the cast, who is a streamer formerly known as Feels Incredible Man. And then we're having Hona on the week following who is a girl streamer. So I just say the word girl and you guys will, all, will watch it. So no, she is, is literally awesome. Maxed Iron Woman. It's going to be just fun. She's she's so sweet. She's just awesome streamer. So I'm Huge. looking forward to both of them. I love the fact that you're going from one Jake to another one week after the next. Yeah, I realized that. I was like, huh, like, interesting. <laughs> yeah, two Jakes in a row. I think I, have I had a Jake before? I don't know. Anyway, appreciate it, Jake. It was uh, fantastic, so. We'll it's catch you guys pleasure, in the next mate. one, guys. Peace. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.